H Norwich and 94.5 W233DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. President Biden is hailing the prisoner swap that led to Russia's release of WNBA star Brittany Griner. This is a day we've worked toward for a long time. We never stopped pushing for her release. It took painstaking and intense negotiations, and I want to thank all the hard-working public servants across my administration who worked tirelessly to secure her release. Reiner was exchanged for Russian arms dealer Victor Boot, who had been serving a 25-year federal prison sentence. Still being held in Russia, retired U.S. Marine Paul Whelan, held in one of Putin's prisons for almost four years. The Biden administration wants to keep a Trump-era immigration policy in place, at least for now. Title 42 allows for the immediate deportation of asylum seekers who may be COVID positive. The White House wants it to stay in place until new guidelines can be developed. The U.S. government says it will appeal a court ruling that would lift asylum restrictions that have become the cornerstone of border enforcement. The Homeland Security Department says it would file an appeal with the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia, challenging a November ruling that ordered the Biden administration to lift Trump-era restrictions. The rule first took effect on March 2020, denying migrants the right to seek asylum under U.S. and international law on grounds of preventing the spread of COVID-19. It has been used to expel migrants more than 2.4 million times. I'm Lisa Dwyer. The so-called Respect for Marriage Act will come up for a vote in the House today, among other things, requiring the federal government to recognize the validity of same-sex and interracial marriages. Watching Wall Street, the Dow is up 251 points for a gain of almost 1%. The Nasdaq ahead 101 points and the S&P trading 31 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. Great news, Nick. Legacy boxes are still in stock. With Christmas just around the corner, there's still time to buy the best Christmas gift ever. Legacy Box. That's right, Adam. Order today and Legacy Box ships immediately. It'll arrive ready to wrap and placed under the tree. Gather the family together this Christmas and collect all your old VHS and camcorder tapes, slides, pictures, and film reels. Then you can binge on the good old days. From fading over time to risks like fire and water damage, your memories aren't protected unless they're on a digital format. Legacy Box helps you replay those great moments from the past, from Christmas morning to your wedding day. Legacy Box is the world's largest digitizer of home movies and photos. All the work is done right here in the USA, and over a million customers have trusted Legacy Box. This Christmas is the time to digitize. Visit LegacyBox.com LBOX for exclusive holiday savings. That's LegacyBox.com LBOX for last-minute shopping. LegacyBox.com LBOX. Iran has convicted a prison, has rather executed a prisoner convicted for a crime allegedly committed during the country's nationwide protests. Mohsen Shikari was convicted of injuring a besieged militia member with a knife and blocking Sattar Khan Street in the capital Tehran. The judiciary described such actions as waging war against God. The 23-year-old was moved to solitary confinement two days ago to await death by hanging. Since the unrest, sparked by the death in custody of Mahsa Amini, began at least 11 protesters have been sentenced to death. As many as 20 more face charges that could see them hanged. The nationwide protests are seen as one of the biggest challenges to Iran's theocratic regime. The BBC's Yusuf Taha. 
The son of a Russian businessman close to President Vladimir Putin has been acquitted in Norway of violating a law that bars Russians from flying drones. News and analysis, townhall.com. Morning, everybody. Well, after a dreary day yesterday, we're expecting sunny skies today. It'll be breezy with highs in the low 50s. Tonight, clear, much cooler, overnight low 28. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, cooler, highs in the mid-40s. Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy, breezy, highs in the low 40s. And then Sunday, mostly cloudy, chance for rain, snow showers later in the day, highs in the upper 30s to near 40 along the shoreline. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Thursday. 49 in Norwich, 52 in New London. Good morning, I'm Marty Hausberger. A substitute teacher at Grasso Tech in Groton caught on video shoving and cussing at a student won't be a teacher at any other tech school in Connecticut ever. The day reports that Sandra Ebdon has been permanently banned. Police in Old Saybrook seeking a suspect who stole over $2,000 worth of Lego toys from a Walmart. Police say that theft happened at around 8 yesterday morning at the Walmart on Boston Post Road. A loss prevention officer tried to stop the suspect, but he allegedly struck the officer with his elbow, threatened to shoot him. Police believe that same suspect stole numerous Lego sets from the store two previous times back in October and November. A Rhode Islander has been arrested on charges related to the U.S. Capitol riot. Uh, January 6th of 2021, according to the FBI, William Cotton of Hopkinton charged with entering and remaining in restricted building or grounds, disorderly and disruptive conduct, uh, parading, demonstrating, and picketing in a Capitol building. Cotton was alleged to have been in a large crowd that trespassed in the Senate wing. He is the third person from the Ocean State to face charges in that riot. At midweek, the average price for a gallon of regular gas here in Connecticut, $3.45, down 14 cents in a week. In Rhode Island, it's $3.55. AAA reports that's down 12 cents from a week ago. The current national average, $3.32 a gallon. And Barack Obama says the Sandy Hook massacre in 2012 was the worst day of his presidency. Obama's comments came this week at a uh, Sandy Hook Promise event in New York held just days before the approaching 10-year anniversary of the school killings. 21st graders, six educators at Sandy Hook in Newtown killed by Adam Lanza, who then killed himself. Obama says he didn't just feel sorrow after the killings. He was also angry. Sunny, breezy, 53 today. It's 49 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. I see the little birdies there. Little birdies there. Yeah. I just squashed them. You don't no, hear them anymore, do you? I took my foot. Really? And I placed it on its neck, and I squashed it's not a real bird, folks, so don't, don't, don't get no, along. It's like when you shoot turkeys during Thanksgiving. You can see the demonstrators the out there yes, now lining no. up. No. I would never do that to a bird. The reason it happens is because the battery's low. That is correct. That's what they told me because I heard it. I ran upstairs. I said, you you got to hear this. Oh, no, the battery's low. Yeah, they've known about this for months, yet they mm-hmm. do nothing about it. Hey, it's a bird with a low battery. Hmm? I've got a low battery. Oh, yeah. You're always charged up. I'm charged up, all right. So Walmart may be increasing their prices for obvious reasons. Walmart? Yep, Walmart's all over the country. Okay. Because people are stealing. 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 Like the Lego story. the Lego dude, yeah. You cannot stop these monsters. Uh, There must be a way to do so. But they're coming in and taking what they want. Subsequently, we honest people have to pay higher prices. Yep. 
The honest people always get the shaft. And they even got the Lego guy, but then uh, he got away. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Of course, you know, in California, they, they don't even chase anybody who's stealing stuff. No, they encourage it, don't they? Yeah, they encourage it. If, as long as it's under a certain price, which is, you know... If you really need it, then go <clears> ahead and steal it. Yeah, right. That's kind of the attitude it's out there. It's beyond... Uh, I don't know what, what comes after, what comes before stupid. Just, <laughs> these are people who actually uh, run their states. Yeah. Speaking of that, what do you think is the most festive city? This is an easy one. Festive city? Mm. Holiday festive or just festive festive? Most festive city, I guess, m- primarily mm. Christmas, I would suppose. Well, I don't know about Christmas, but I'm going to go with New Orleans. No, New York. New York's most festive. Well, yeah, for Start Christmas, spreading, for sure. spreading the news. Yeah. See, down there New Orleans, get in here. No, not, a, not actually. Not anywhere? Nope. This must be for Christmas, because <clears throat> New Orleans, it's quite festive. Yeah, all the time, you know. Vegas was number two. Los yeah, Angeles. I was going to guess Vegas. Los Angeles, number three. Really? Chicago, Illinois. I love Chicago. Very fun town. Denver. Houston. Never been to Denver. Very festive in Houston. San Antonio. I've heard good things about San Antonio. San Diego, eight. Love San Diego. Charlotte, North Carolina. And number 10. Really? Charlotte? Mm Mm-hmm. Philadelphia, PA. Very festive. If you Mm -hmm. say so. Least festive city. Want to take a shot at that one? I don't know. um, Detroit. Let's see. No, Detroit's not on the list. Mm. Port St. Lucie, Florida. Really? Myra hmm. Mar, Florida. Two for Florida. Really? Two in California. Least festive. El Segundo. <laughs> El Segundo is incorrecto. <laughs> Palmdale. Palmdale. I don't even know Palmdale. Lancaster, Cal- California. Mm. And Moreno Valley, California. What's wrong with these Towns. They're not festive. Why, why not? I don't know. In Florida, look, another Florida one, Cape Coral. I've never been to any of these places. That's because they're not festive. That's why. And Texas. Texas not doing too good either. Really? Mesquite, Texas. Mesquite. Hampton, Virginia. Hampton, VA, I should say. And uh, Brownsville, yeah. Texas, and Pasadena, Texas. Really? Not very festive. Well, Brownsville's right on the border, so mm-hmm. it's probably got issues, I would think. But. Yeah. Christmas in New York, kids from 1 to 92 will find it hard to sleep in the city that never sleeps. Yeah. Because we're looking over our shoulders. No. New York is our (laughs) number one most festive city for the second year in a row, dominating four of the five categories. Hmm? It is a magical place in Christmas. Magical. To rub icy elbows with your pal Jack Frost, head to upstate New York, Syracuse, Buffalo, and Rochester. True winter winterlands, boasting excellent walk scores and the highest average snowfalls among the 200 cities. Hmm. I think I'll stay away from them. Didn't they, aren't they the one that had like six feet not too long ago, Buffalo area? Is that yeah, what you're talking about? That was in July, I think. <laughs> the region already hit an icy milestone, a historic four feet of snow in a single day in November. Yeah. So you're right. You're, right. you're right up on your snow. That's right. I have a guest... Uh, when I tell you who my guest is at 1 o'clock, mm-hmm. it's Dan Sullivan. 
Dan Sullivan. And everybody's going, still, who cares? We don't know him. Dan Sullivan. Dan Sullivan. No, it don't, don't, doesn't ring a bell. He was a major league baseball player and a darn good one in the early 1900s who met his wife in Norwich. And, uh, in the early 1900s? Early 1900s. And he's still alive? No. Oh. He's a... Uh, we're talking to Tuck, the guy who wrote the book about him. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Oh. If he's here, that's say, Dan, that, that is impressive. Dan, you're amazing, huh? Mr. Sullivan. He says, I'm not turning in my glove. No. Uh, Maybe the Red Sox picked him up yesterday. <laughs> Play shortstop. Yeah, they're right. They picked him up. Dan Sullivan was a baseball player, and we got a book about him. And he's from Norwich? He lived in Norwich. He played baseball in Norwich. No kidding. Well, that'll be fascinating. Hopefully I've got his name right here. The, yeah, the book the was written by Tom Sullivan. Hmm. A relative, I'm assuming? I don't know. I don't think he was a relative. No? Uh, no. Uh, this guy was known as the... Uh, I'm sorry. His name is Dan Murphy. I got my author and my baseball player mixed so up. So the player's name is Dan Murphy? Dan Murphy, not Dan Sullivan. Dan Murphy. But a good old okay. Irishman. Murphy and Sullivan. Murphy and Sullivan. Sounds like an accounting firm. So Tom took the time, because he's uh, lived in the Norwich area, Okay. to write a whole book about this guy. And if you have any inclination of uh, any passion for baseball, it is a fantastic book about a guy that not too many people know about. Didn't quite make it in the Hall of Fame. He was that good? He was a borderline Hall of Famer? He was that good. Murphy is his name? Yeah. And uh, Dan? Dan. Dan Murphy. Daniel. Never heard of him. The book is called Baseball Sherlock Holmes. Hmm. He was so good at reading pitchers and uh, where the ball was going to go. He was an outfielder. Oh, wow. Wonderful stats. Was it like many, a pretty good book there. Many pretty World big book. Series. Yeah, but we're going to find out about early baseball. Oh, I love that stuff. When uh, people got nine-year contracts for $11 a year. <laughs> exactly. Congratulations to Aaron Judge. Yeah. Nice. Not too bad. Good, good to move. Uh, not signing that one earlier. I know for well, like two hundred and thirteen million, whatever. I think a listener actually compiled the math on that that he would get. Judge gets about seventy thousand dollars every time he comes up to bat. Sounds about right. Whether he gets a hit, whether he does anything good, strikes yeah. out, pops up, throws his bat, gets thrown out of the game. Here's your seventy grand. Here's your seventy grand. You're out of the game. I like it. I should get that for every newscast. Not amazing. Yeah. You, what do you get for every... Never mind. Pain in the ass is what I get. <laughs> well, that's worth something. Yes. Yes, it is. So there you have it. Plus a lot of great Christmas songs and open forums. And did you ever hear of the uh, comedian Rita Rudner? Oh, sure. We're going to be playing some of her funny stuff. She's terrific. Oh, really? She yeah, is really good. She's funny, yeah. And I guarantee there's no way... You won't laugh when we play some of her material. Yeah, she's funny, very funny. Okay. Guess we're all set. And you're not a pain in the ass. <laughs> well, at least not today. Give me time. Right. Morning, everybody. Well, after a dreary day yesterday, we're expecting sunny skies today. It'll be breezy with highs in the test, low test, 50s. Test, Tonight, testing. clear, much cooler. Overnight, low 28. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, cooler. Highs in the mid-40s. Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy, breezy. Highs in the low 40s. And then Sunday, mostly cloudy. Chance for rain, snow showers later in the day. Highs in the upper 30s to near 40 along the shoreline. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Thursday. Currently, it's 49 degrees at WICH AM and FM. Stu Breyer with you, promising you a good time today.
That's it. Or you get your, uh, well, I was going to say you get your money back, but seeing you didn't put up any money for this, so we'll just break even if you don't have a good time. 889-5252. Let's get right to uh, some phone calls. WICH, welcome. Good morning, Mr. Stowe. Hello, Larry. Well, well, well. Did you pull out your notes that I called you on the day after the Red Sox final game? And I told you to write it down. That Bogots, this was his last oh, yeah. game with the Red Sox. <clears throat> He's gone. I, I agreed with you, though. I agreed that he was out of here. Yeah. Can you believe? Can you believe? Judge gets a 11-year contract worth 360 million, so that's 40 grand a year. And Bogots only signs for 11-year contract for 280, which only comes out to 25 million a year. So he signed for 15 million less than Judge. In my opinion, he's just as good a ball player as Judge. And he's one of the best, if not the best, shortstops in the league, and the Red Sox let him go. He's gone. Uh, along right with everybody else that they have gotten rid of in the last three or four years. Um, I, I don't know what direction they think they're going in and pulling this stunt. Uh, the next one, of course, is uh, if they don't sign Devers during the season or before the season even starts and he goes on free agency next year, same thing's going to happen to him. Uh, he's going to go bye-bye. But So if you want to look at it, Bogos did not leave the Red Sox because of money. Okay, he left okay, let's, because let's, of the, the term of the amount of time that he wanted on the contract. Okay, let's talk about this. Um, you know, first of all, he's not a big home run hitter. That usually gets you the bigger bucks. Secondly, 11... He'll hit you, he'll hit you 30, 35 home runs a year. Well, he could do that. An 11-year contract is incredible. 11-year? How old would he be then? It goes to show you, Stu, he wanted a long-term contract. Yeah, no, I don't blame him. I don't blame him right? for that. Yeah. Well, what do you think Carrera and uh, and and Turner's going to ask for now that they uh, that they saw this deal go through? But I can't believe the Red Sox let this guy uh, go. Uh, he was the top-notch player of the Red Sox, and the fans aren't going to be happy about this. Come, you're going to hear a lot of boos in the stadium. Come, uh, no, we'll miss. Or, we'll definitely miss him. He was a great guy, a great ball player, did everything right. We'll miss him. We got a, a, a allegedly a great Japanese player that's coming. He's not great. No. No, he's 5'8", weighs 180 pounds. He hits a home run here and there once in a while. He's an average uh, defensive player. Doesn't strike out that much, but overall, he's an average ball player. The pitcher, he's not that great. He's got a three-point-something ERA, and uh, he's, he uh, lets runners steal bases one right after the other. He's got a terrible delivery, and how he's got a 36-second uh, pitch clock right now, 30 seconds. How he's going to get down to 20 seconds, how they're going to get 10 seconds off his pitches on this this year. That's a good good pitching job, a good job for the pitching coach to try to get that to happen. Um, that's going to be a miracle to see that come forward. Well, it's My to... other thing before I go, mm -hmm. I'm absolutely, I am pissed and pissed to no end that this idiot president did again what he did and leaving a Marine an ex-Marine behind in Russia and, re and, and released that basketball player. Um, uh, terrible, terrible de de decision. And then to lie on national TV and say that the Russians only wanted to make this deal on a one-on-one -on -one and they only wanted to release her and not Whelan, the ex-Marine. What a lie, complete lie. And then we release a, a, a terrorist who has killed, who has American people blood on his hands and has done 
the things that he he did. And and let me tell you, if President Trump was president today, both of those people would be released. Now so he's going to die. He's going to die like well, the other president we, that died. Yeah. Remember him that came home and he got off the plane. He died oh, a week yeah, later from all his injuries. That was in Iran, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I forgot where it was, but the thing mm-hmm. is, is he still died. This is what's going to happen to this guy Whelan. You know, why why didn't Whelan's name come up to get released from Russia at all? Not one time was his name ever mentioned to get released until the basketball player, the big star basketball player, got re- uh, well, arrested. First of all, she had all the notoriety, and that, that really uh, well, brought the attention to it. And, of course, this Marine should get it as well. Yeah. But I did well, appreciate... Uh, to leave a Marine here and release a basketball player... Over the ex-marine, what what is this telling our military? Uh, 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 let me tell you one more thing, and I'll let you go. If this, if they released Whelan today, the white guy, and left her there, it would be all over TV right now that we released a white guy and left a black woman who is also a lesbian behind. And this is how we think about these people. All right, Larry, thanks for your opinion. I appreciate the call. Do you agree with me on that? Do you think it would be all over the news right now that we released the guy and not her? No, I am sure that, uh, you know, people are throwing the race word around quite a bit. I don't think it has anything to do with she's married to a woman, but... uh, Well, they made it a big deal on TV. They got got all the notoriety, and uh, meanwhile, the Marine has been in there for five years. uh, He's been in there for, yeah, a little over two years, I think, he's been uh, incarcerated already. And his family has been begging the president to get him out because his health is going down, and he's going to die very shortly because of the way they're treating him. In fact, they just moved him again from one detention center to another, Um, and now they don't even know where his uh, whereabouts is, so he's not going to be around much longer. But the bottom line is to let this deal go through and release one and not the other. Absolutely pathetic. And thank you for your time, Stu. You're welcome. That's a good topic for sure. So she should be home now, the uh, star basketball player, reunited with her wife. And um, they did talk about the poor people that are left behind. Uh, You know, I, I heard the president speak about it earlier today, that we didn't forget the other folks and the... We're doing the best we can for them. And in the meantime, let's get rolling here. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Almost forgot the jingle. Welcome to the program. We'll go over here. Hi, good morning to you. All right, you played the jingle so I can call in. Yes, now it's official. Yeah. Is it, is it true you get paid by the word? Uh, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You're paid by the word. So if I start talking really long, you'll know that I'm a little short. Yeah, and talk real fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And is it also true, Mr. Breyer, mm-hmm. uh, that you get a bonus for taking my calls? Who told you that? Oh, you mean, oh I wasn't supposed to say that. Okay. Uh, all right. I fess hey, up. I fess up. You deserve it. You deserve it. Well, thanks. Keep calling. <laughs> Listen, I ha- now I have an annoying. Now I have a really annoying question. Oh my God. Did you get my email? I got your email. The one about um, Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. Good day. I yeah. love Paul Harvey. The problem with your email, and I started to listen to both of them, and they're terrific. But for some reason, halfway through, it cut out. 
So maybe you could re-email to me. I can resend them, and then I'll also send you the link if you want to have somebody just download it from YouTube. No, those were great, and I was going to play them today. Amazing. Your audience has got to hear them. I'd never heard them before, and I was a Paul Harvey fan for years. You never heard those two, huh? I was just... You, had you heard them before? No, Letter from God and the Christmas one? No, no, Letter I hadn't. Letter from God and a Christmas story. Of course, story. I didn't hear the end of both of them, so I'm sure it was just as good as the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll take care of that in the next couple hours. You'll have it by the end of the day. Well, that's great. I get a bonus because you called, and I get a bonus because you're sending good stuff. <laughs> And you get a bonus because you're about to take another call. Uh, okay. All right. See ya. See ya. Hi. Welcome to the program. Yeah. Well, hi, Still. Um, hi. I just. Uh, I actually think I, I think I may be disagreeing with Larry here. Um, mm-hmm. The these foreign governments know that we care a great deal about our civilians, and we're not gonna like leave them hanging. Um, there's a I would say there might be a good argument that maybe we should have gone for this Marine first. But uh, they, they know us. They you know they, they know that we're going to let them get some monster back in exchange for someone that's really harmless. This was the game the whole time. Mm-hmm. Probably would have been better to save a Marine if there was a, if there was a Marine stuck over there. But, you know, we got what we got. Uh, and, you know, of course, fighting way to fly to the midterms because this is always going to be unpopular. No one wants this to happen. Uh, and it did happen. And I do think we have greater things to worry about, like the fact that Biden is currently rigging his primaries uh, so that a challenger is going to have a tough time facing him. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're totally being rigged. Or we've got what I say is the big issue of our times, which is the gender theory indoctrination of the children. You know, we can't, we, we, we've got to be focused. We've got this Rachel Levine's out there calling on doctors to be ambassadors for this political extremism. I think we've we got a lot bigger fish to fry than uh, Brittany Griner, who may or may not be guilty. I don't know. Well, she did. But, uh, she uh, did something that was against their law, but it was so minuscule, it was ridiculous. Well, if she is guilty, it was stupid for her to bring it there. Yeah, of Aaron. course, it was a dumb thing. Of course. I mean, she shouldn't be in jail for 20 years or whatever the heck it was. But if she is guilty, then you know that's dumb. Why, is she, why are you bringing that stuff to a, another country? Well, she, she but, said she did it because of her, for her physical problems. And uh, I don't know, listen, Russia would look, look for anything to just aggravate the heck out of us and do some bad things, and that's what they did with her. Yeah, so, you know, I can't, I, I'm not going to be too hard on Biden for this. I'll be high to hard no. on him for He's got this Rachel Levine out there saying that, it's everybody else is the problem that we're attacking mm-hmm. trans people. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, Biden's in that. Issue. Biden's in that corner, so you're not going to hear him talk about that. He's in that corner, and by the way, he represents the so-called middle of the party. Mm-hmm. So even you know, there's one guy who could lose the election for us, in my opinion, in 2024. And by us, I mean Republicans, and that's Donald Trump, and he needs to go away. Absolutely. You know, these Democrats need to go away. All of them. You know, any one of them that's in favor of rigging the primaries, which is what Biden's pressuring them to do, is rig primary elections so that nobody who is not well-funded can, can stand much of a chance. And, and more, more, more insidious is this, this gender stuff where they're pushing on children. You know, surgeries, treatment, social transition, any, a, any, any, any of this stuff. There's a lot of people it's fighting really back at that. There are a lot of people fighting back on it, so... And, 
tangentially related. Did you did you see Kurt Cameron? Is uh, apparently he wrote some kind of a family friendly book, and he's been calling around libraries all over the country, libraries that I know for having drag queen story time, mm-hmm. and none of them are letting him come and uh, read his book to groups of children there. So apparently, it's uh, Christian. Christian stuff is not appropriate for a library, but it's appropriate to have um, sexualization of children, which is what dra- drag is. is it's it, it basically it's a sexual performance, and the drag queens are are often reading stories that are LGBT related topics. Well, so sir, we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of work to do in understanding uh, the complex situation there. I got to run, but thank it's you. Not too complex. These people are nuts. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Take care. Uh, let's take this call before the break. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Good morning, Stu. How you doing? Pretty good, sir. I don't have to touch that thermostat today. Good. All right. Me hey, too. Stu, I wonder if this Brittany Griner is going to stand up when they play the national anthem and put her hand on her heart. Well, I hope she appreciates the country more than she did before. That's all I can say. She did not stand for the Star-Spangled Banner. She took a knee on that, but I think she may recognize after being in the, the hideous, getting the hideous treatment in Russia, what a great country we are. I mean, uh, here we got that other Marine that's been over there for over four years. Mm-hmm. And there's a man there that fought for this country. And he's still sitting over there, and, and they negotiated to, get, uh, to bring her back. Well, you know, they say that they try to get both of them, but, uh, you know, Russia's no fool. They're going to play around with him as well. So, uh, I don't know. Certainly we'd like to get him home, and then I guess there's some others, too. Well, I hope she does appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing. I'm not a big sports guy, but uh, is this Aaron Judd worth $40 million a year for the next nine mm-hmm. years? I don't think so. I mean, I wish him well. I think he's a good guy and a great athlete. But is he going to hit 60 home runs next year and hit over 300? Well, that's that's a tough one. I don't exactly, know. Exactly. Yeah. He, he's still going to get that regardless on how well he plays, mm-hmm. if he plays uh, even if he plays at all, if he, if he uh, doesn't get injured, you know. It's it's just remarkable what's going on in uh, baseball. Pretty soon, hot dogs will be forty dollars a hot dog. Well, that's just it. I mean, they they pass that on to the uh, fan. What what's it cost for for a decent seat at a at a park now? I don't know. I haven't sat in a decent seat in a long time, so I don't you know, know what to tell you. They, they could give me free tickets, uh, chauffeured limousine ride to the stadium, uh, all the lobster you could eat and the best seat in the house, and I, I still don't think I'd go. Well, the reason they're getting it, and it still seems extreme, is because they get so much money from the, uh, the television radio networks. Uh-huh. So uh, that's one of the reasons they can even come close to affording anything like that. Right. Oh. And, and one other thing now. Before you uh, brought on Jimmy Fallon and, and the other talk shows, mm-hmm. um, in the afternoon you used to play... Uh, they used to play 50, 60, and 70 uh, mm-hmm. uh, music. Uh, why did they decide? Why did you decide to go to Jimmy Fallon and uh, and the other talk shows? Well, at the particular time, the reason was uh, why we had the change. We were going to uh, 60s and 70s music and lots of the time during the week, and they thought they would just change it up. Some people were happy with it, other people are not, and I'm glad you mentioned it because. We got a lot of calls yesterday on the the music and this and that and those shows, and 
I had a very positive meeting, and I always appreciate when folks give their opinions. We are going to have a bigger mix of music, and it's going to be, um, you're not going to hear repeat songs like you did before. So there'll be uh, some changes there. Okay. And I appreciate the input from the audience. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I was listening yesterday, Mm -hmm. and uh, I didn't get a chance to call. Well, I'm going to go sit out on the porch and listen to the chimes for a while. Oh, it's a wonderful chime day. You you enjoy the day now. Thank you. You too. Stu Breyer with you. 50 degrees. We'll take that for December. Hello. I'm Sandra Grillo, one of the pharmacists at Utley & Jones Pharmacy. At Utley & Jones Pharmacy, we take pride in maintaining personal relationships with our patients, and we've been at it for nearly 150 years. You've always known that we fill prescriptions, but did you know that we also offer vaccines, medication therapy management, and medication synchronization? Did you know that we are one of the few local pharmacies that still compound special medications for adults, children, and pets? Our convenient location next to the Bacchus Hospital makes it easy for you to pick up your medications, but should you have trouble getting out, call ahead for prompt delivery of your prescriptions, vitamins, first aid supplies, and home health care needs to your home or workplace. You can also check out our services online at www.utleyandjones.com. We look forward to serving you soon. Utley and Jones Pharmacy, 112 Lafayette Street, Norwich. This is a public notice from the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We are pleased and thankful for our continued growth due to customers who demand a real tree service company that continues to invest in state-of-the-art equipment, which includes our famous Nifty Lift with its lawn-friendly tires. Not only the Nifty Lift, but also our newest lift, the Dinosaur. Watch it soar up to 92 feet to handle hard-to-reach heights. Tasmanian Tree Devil will take away the question, are they insured? We will show proof of insurance while meeting with you. Why hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil? The owner, Edwin Adams, is a member of the Connecticut Tree Protective Association and is also an accredited Better Business Bureau member with an A-plus rating. Hire the company that takes care of both its employees and customers. Hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We show up when we say we will, and we do what we say we are going to do. What more can you ask for? Call 866 866- Six zero nine seventeen nineteen fifty three. This is Dr. Jeremiah Lowney, president of the Knowledge Connecticut-based Haitian Health Foundation. In February 2023, the Haitian Health Foundation celebrates 42 years of services to these poorest neighbors. In August 2021, a 7.2 rectal scale earthquake struck 25 miles from the Haitian Health Foundation facilities in Haiti. It left terrible devastation in its wake. Thousands died, more were terribly hurt, and many homes were destroyed. Help is needed for food, building supplies, and medicine. We continue to need your help. Please send your tax-deductible donation payable to HHF to 97 Sherman Street, Norwich, Connecticut, or donate online at thehaitianhealthfoundation.org. Thank you for changing lives. Yeah, let's get back to our telephone lines. Welcome, you're on the air. Hi. Hi there. Hey there, hi there, ho there. Hello, how are oh, you? Oh, okay. I got through on the first try. It's a miracle. Um, see, there are such things as miracles. There are such things. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think they should have held out for Waylon also. Um, he, you know, he's a Marine. Um, and he, it was, it was false. Um, he's held under false pretenses. He's not a spy. No, of course. Um, you know, but yeah. I, what I want her to talk to about is the American Girl dolls. Oh, yes, they're still around. Okay, first of all, and I, I haven't verified this, but according to Laura Ingram, they're made in China. Oh, no, you're kidding me. Ugh. Why would I, why would I kid you? No, I didn't. I, you know, we used to get them for our granddaughter May all the time, and she loved them and the clothes, but of course they're made in China, just like there's still drugs being made in China. And they have a new book out with, with one of the dolls or or with all of the dolls. And it talks about it talks about um being uh yeah. It it talks about gender and that if if you have a problem with your gender and your parents don't agree, go to somebody else and the doctor will will start you on puberty blockers. I didn't think that uh, they could do that without parents' consent. Well, that's what... It doesn't make... I don't know how... Nothing makes any sense anymore. You know, you can't take an antacid. You can't take a a Tylenol without a written permission from the parents. But they can, you know, they can have abortions. They can be given birth control. um, and, And now this gender, you know, puberty blockers and... It's only going to that hurts the children because it just you know you're confused during puberty. Well, most of us were confused because of all of the hormones that were doing a number on us. Well, of course, and that's we didn't why really you know think, what in, what the, in the world was going the on. Children have to it, be older to really for them to be get, getting into that thing because it could be very confusing, very confusing. Right, you know, I mean, all of this gender stuff. It's common sense. And of sense. course, the Secretary of Health mm-hmm. is a tra- is transgender, um, a male who is now female, and she's all for it. You know? Naturally, naturally. You know, and the American Medical Association is now stating that they're for it. It's ridiculous. Um, what are they doing to our children? Um, and so parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles Everybody needs to know the American Girl dolls. If you're getting your child a doll, number one, that it is made in China, but number two, read the book that goes with the doll before you give it to your child Mm. um, to make sure that it's not something that you disagree with. You know, like I would not give this to my granddaughter. Um, In in my case, my granddaughter is not into dolls. She's into stuffed animals, so it's not going to be an issue. Thank God. Well, it could but, be if it's a stuffed animal made in China. Well, yeah, that. Well, that that is a problem. But at least they're not going to be. She's not by getting a stuffed animal, unless it has a book attached to it, mm-hmm. which talks about gender, gender, um, you know, transitions. You know, sometimes I I, I know these things because I follow all of it what you're talking about, and I think. Maybe I'm going crazy. Maybe it's me, because none of this makes any sense. But there it is, you right know, in front of us. You know what? It, do, it doesn't make sense to me either. And I'm not crazy, and you're not crazy. Oh, uh, one thank other, you. I want to do a correction. Yesterday mm-hmm. I talked about the um, border agent that died by suicide. No, he was 
killed chasing after mm-hmm. um, people that are coming over the border, and there was an accident, and he was killed. Yeah, However, there were two that committed suicide this, this month. Yeah. So um, I'm sure the president will talk about that. Oh, yeah, sure. All right, thank you. Uh, when hell freezes over. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Hmm. Global warming, maybe hell will freeze over. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, good morning, Stu. Joe. Joe, you sound good. What's up, buddy? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, hey. No, a lot, a lot went down for the first 30 minutes. Uh, I kind of agree with Larry, and and the caller that didn't really agree with Larry, but hey. And then this gal that was just on, I, you know, everything you go to a store is made in China. But see, that was, she brought up a different thing. I was waiting, I was on the air waiting for you. Uh, uh, and, and you know, I didn't know he was the shortstop. What, is his name Bogart? Bogarts was a shortstop of the Red Sox and a very good Sox, one. Yeah. Very good one. Mm-hmm. And he got he didn't sign on to stay with the Sox or no, they I didn't. Know, uh, he got I, a better I deal. Judge got the big contract for eleven years. Mm-hmm. But he, but if my memory serves me correctly, still, uh, he he had ailments and he was he wasn't always on point for most of his career, and mm-hmm. you know, but he's. I guess he's uh, what do you call it, a liability? Uh, no, he's not a I liability. Mean, Every baseball player gets injured. He had yeah, his share, yeah. but not overly. But, but but judge, judge, yeah, we know he got a sixty-two uh, Maris, uh sixty-two homers and all. That's cool. I mean, in my lifetime, that's really remarkable. But my my thing is, why would you give him all that kind of money? And, and I love what you do. You say, hey, you know, back in the day, you were talking about Ted, Ted, Ted Williams. Uh, hey, that guy was a Marine Corps jet fighter pilot, and he came back from the war in World War II and, and, and came back and played with the Red Sox. Yeah, well, no, he's a wonderful player, and don't forget he made over $100,000. In those days, was probably a million. But, Today um, would be probably equivalent to that, yeah. Maybe I two did. million or three million. Oh, and by the way, Bar, hey, my last ticket when I went to Fenway was $110, MM1, mm-hmm. right on the mezzanine on third base line, and a, and, and, and a cold beer was sixteen dollars and a Fenway Frank stew was like six 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 dollars for a hot dog. <laughs> well that's disgusting. I gotta go, Joe. Thanks for calling. I love Appreciate it. Take, take care. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding donged in years. It hasn't chimed or TikToked. So as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit 
with Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. This week only, visit Boot Barn to save on quality holiday gifts for the whole family. We're offering holiday specials this week where you can get $50 off select handmade and handcrafted exotic cowboy boots, $20 off select western boots for women, plus savings on children's boots. We're also offering additional savings on select jeans, outerwear, t-shirts, and flannels. Visit us this week to save on top quality holiday gifts. Boot Barn. Unwrap the West. Fox News commentary. A California English teacher says proper grammar is a form of white supremacy. Is it any dang wonder American students are falling behind? I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Starting to realize your small business is a little overwhelmed by the holiday rush? It's still not too late to get all of your shipping and mailing under control with Stamps.com. Sign up right now, and you'll be printing your own postage in just minutes with discounted USPS and UPS shipping rates. Just go to Stamps.com, click the mic at the top of the page, and use code BUSINESS for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. That's Stamps.com, code BUSINESS activism has entrenched itself into school curriculum, but usually it's a little more subtle than this case out of California, where a high school English teacher admits to teaching her students proper grammar is a form of white supremacy. She asserts that stressing the importance of proper speech is not inclusive and a part of white supremacy culture that runs deep. The teacher also contends proper grammar and syntax are just rules made up by white supremacists and it's her duty to combat it, I guess by letting her students speak and write poorly. How is this woman still employed? What parent, regardless of political affiliation wants an English teacher teaching their children to speak incorrectly and unprofessionally in the name of wokeness. Parents, it is time to take a stand. It is no wonder American students are falling behind. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. One of my favorite talk show hosts, his name was Bob Grant. He worked in New York. And his big expression, folks out there, it's sick and it's getting sicker. Could have been right. Sunny and breezy, 53, 28 tonight, Friday. Sunny, 46. Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy and 42. It's 50, and welcome to the program. Hi. Oh, beautiful morning, Stu. It certainly is. Nice to see the sun. Yes, finally. Hey, you know, I got my USA Today Yes, Well, okay, USA Today, but I got it in the afternoon yesterday. All okay, right? so it's USA yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it's weird saying it. But mm. anyway, I always read the money section, okay? Mm-hmm. And you know what? I do not understand. In the commodities, heating oil... Per gallon is only $2.92. And crude oil by the barrel is only $74.25. There is no reason why we should be paying through the teeth unless Biden administration is saying, go ahead, charge what you want. We're not going to even look into price gouging. No, I don't, think okay. he, I don't think he's doing that. He's already talked about price gouging. Yeah. Well, how can heating oil be two ninety two a gallon in yesterday's paper? And we have to pay over $5, way over $5. That doesn't add up. And number two, does anybody out there, this is the headline, some moms are still frantic to find baby formula. Does anybody yeah. realize that, that shortage months after is still going on? Yeah, that's right. It's still a uh, very... Very small percentage out there. And mm-hmm. it says that during it, it grew so bad, malnourished babies had to be hospitalized. 
and then there's a whole another page, but there was two quotes. Um, they're saying that they're only doing band-aid policies to mitigate the shortage, which is, yeah, oh, we're flying overseas baby formula. And one person said it is a sad day when it's easier to find fentanyl than it is to find baby formula. You know, that's a real truthful statement. And, you know, the thing is, um, oh, what's his name? Schumer. Oh, Chucky Schumer. That, Very sincere he man. He said what, you now the lady said, I don't understand what's going on with our kids. He doesn't, when you chop off the parts of the children that are going to help procreate in their future, well, maybe not anymore, he's trying to make the American kids' families, they're against the new mothers that are having babies, can't find formula, they're malnourished. But yet, all of them coming over the border, the formula last year, or whenever this formula shortage started, in the, uh, my, well, the papers and people I was listening to, they actually, at the border, took pictures of the formula, our baby formula down there that they are doling out to the millions coming across. They're getting it. The government's feeding them, but our American citizens' babies are not getting it. Of course, this is nationwide where they're saying they're going in, and there's no, you know, there's no um, formula on. Well, I, the I haven't heard that one, Susan. So I, I don't well, know. Well, it's it's terrible. It was headline news, mm-hmm. and um, okay, huge, huge article. But Schumer said he wanted all the illegals to be given amnesty because our population is going down. Oh, I wonder why. Well, there's a lot more than that to it, but thank you for calling, Sue. Okay. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, how you doing? Hey, you okay there, buddy? Yeah, hey, I got a list today for you. Okay. You're pretty familiar with Norwich and the streets and everything. Sure. Well, I'm one of them anti-roundabout people, Mm -hmm. and, uh, down there in East Great Plains Four Corners, there used to be a shell station, remember? Yes. Well, they tore it down. They they bid in around about what they're going to do, about the roundabout. Now they got a chain-link fence up and an excavator. They're going to build a car wash right there. Mm-hmm. That seems to be right in the line of fire of the first roundabout. Does anybody know what the heck they're doing? Uh... They're going to build it and then probably charge the state three times for the property when the property's empty right now. Uh, they're talking about taking half of the East Great Plains Firehouse parking lot in Wendy's, and yet there's a lot right across the street empty with an excavator on it ready to build a, a car wash. You know, it's been very quiet about the roundabout, so I really don't know what they're up to these days. You would think the Honorable Mayor... Or somebody from DOT could uh, have a little input. And another thing about this car wash, there used to be the one on the corner of Dunham Street, uh, the car wash right there by the two gas stations, and all winter long, there'd be ice out in the road because when the cars came out of the car wash, you caught naturally, they're going to drip a little water and they cause a little ice condition. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody knows what the heck they're doing. Well, thanks for... Uh Checking that list for us. 
All right, and, and there's one more thing I got on there. Okay, uh, what you got? I don't mean this to be racist or nothing. You're going to change the format to the music. Uh, I like country western music. I like southern music. But I hope you don't stop playing that jungle music. What, what exactly is that? Well, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I get behind a car with that stuff on. Boom, 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 boom. I wonder if the car's blowing up. Well, a lot of rock and roll songs have boom, 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 but... Uh... Well, it, there's a little thing to it. In uh, New Orleans, I like that kind of music, but there's boom, boom, boom stuff. Mm-hmm. Jesus, they're all going to be deaf before they're old. Okay, so, you, all right. I'll... Okay, buddy, catch Thanks. you later. <laughs> okay, catch you later. Let's take this call before the break. I know it is. Some people, when they're driving, they jack up that music and can get a little scary. You know, you're at a red light and boom. But I hope their ears are okay. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Uh, Brittany Griner. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God that she's coming home. She's lucky to be out of there. Oh, yeah. They didn't, from what we're hearing, and she'll tell us more, oh, yeah. certainly didn't treat her well. No, they didn't. They never do. And I'm worried about that, uh, um... Marine, yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, he's not well. And they're not letting him out. And, you know, when you're dealing with Russia, you have to... And we're lucky to get her out. We got her out because we gave up a a pure evil monster for her. And that's how we got her out. Yeah, right, right, mm-hmm. right. And and it's 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 pathetic, but that's Putin. Yeah, well. That's that's the way he runs his business, and uh, we're lucky to get her. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Um, the the other thing is Dr. Lowney. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a great man. Very great. He yes. is. He. Uh, I give to his charity. I don't give a lot, but I give what I can afford well, to you, give. You can trust when your money goes to the Haitian Health Foundation. Yes, it'll go to can. the right place. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. And and I, I I wish him well. I I would tell people if you you don't have to give a lot if mm-hmm. you can't afford it. Give what you can afford. Well, that's a charity you can trust. Right. Right. And and that's all I have to say today, Stu. All right, thank you. Okay. Dr. Lowney, who knows? We will never know how many lives he has helped save. Many, many lives. We'll be right back. Do you remember the disappointment last year when you tried to buy anything? And because of the pandemic, there wasn't anything available? Well, Lazy Boy and Bill's Bedding are happy to announce that there are plenty of fantastic Lazy Boy recliners in stock at Bill's now for the holidays. And more coming every week. Over 250 recliners in stock in all price ranges, including manual and power versions, all at lower prices than the big box store. For instance, the Reed Power Rocker Recliner with wireless remote and power headrest now Sale price for just $11.99. No other recliner has made a handheld remote and rocks and reclines except Lazy Boy. And Bill's Benning is a complete Lazy Boy dealer with recliners, lift chairs, reclining and stationary sofas and more. You can add to your holiday budget by putting your purchase on Bill's 12-month equal pay financing with no additional fees or charges. And save even more because Bill's will deliver your purchase for free and take away your old recliner too. Make your holiday special this year with the new Lazy Boy recliner from Bill's Benning. 640 North Main Street in Daniels or on the web at billsbedding.com.
Local high school basketball is coming to Mohegan Sun Arena on Monday, December 19th. The Day and Ambassador Limo are proud to present the Holiday Classic Tournament, featuring can't-miss matchups including East Catholic versus Notre Dame West Haven at 4 p.m., St. Bernard versus Daniel Hand at 6 p.m., and New London versus Norwich Free Academy at 8 p.m. Tickets cost $10 and are on sale now at theday.com slash holidayclassic or at the Mohegan Sun box office. See you December 19th at Mohegan Sun Arena. Stu Breyer with you. I used to listen to him when I was a kid. Uh, let's take a couple of calls before the news. Welcome. You're on the air. Well, hi, Stu. Hi. Hi, Wonder Man. What's up? Hey, um, I in Groton, Connecticut, I don't know if Kevin ever goes to Groton, but uh, I heard him at the food store, and um, it sounded exactly like Kevin, the guy. But I remember meeting Kevin, and I have a picture. He doesn't look like Kevin at all, but his voice is almost exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And I remember Mr. Incredible used to say, I sounded like Kevin, and Kevin sounded like me. <laughs> and um, yeah. anyway, two other things I was trying to put together, figure or wonder out. Yes, sir. Is um, I, I find that a product called uh, Spackle, it, it's the stuff if you have a picture hanging on the wall and you want to repaint, use a putty knife to mm-hmm. fill the holes. It's actually very good, dries quick, it's very strong. The only thing is, you have to keep it inside, not in an outside shed, because it's latex. It could freeze. So when I was putting on my compression stuff, or actually pulling them up, after I went out and came back, they they sagged a little bit. I ripped the left fingernail off of my um, left hand, Ooh. the center finger, fingernail. That's horrible. And it went. It started bleeding because it went real deep. Mm-hmm. Not that far, but enough to bleed deep enough. And I was thinking, if I put two things together, would it work? If I use the spackle, I don't have any Band-Aids. If I use the spackle and a putty knife, can I putty my fingernail so it uh, will help it heal better? I'm not sure that's good hygiene, but I, I couldn't tell you. I'm yeah, not Dr. Stu. compounds that are in mm-hmm. uh, the spackle. I only have a little container of spackle, but... Uh, yeah. When I moved, I went around patching up picture hanging well, walls. Hope, hope so you'll never need it. to. Hope you'll never need to make the other set, uh, decision. All right. Yeah, it, it's just kind of trying to put two things together and make it work, but mm-hmm. it's probably not a good idea, is it? I don't think so, really. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Talk to you later. Let me take one more call. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Is it me, Stu? It's you. You're on. It's my turn. I want to send out a hearty thank you to a Joe who helped my daughter, well actually he did it, he changed her flat tire out there at Burger King yesterday morning about this time in the rain. I want to say thank you very much, Joe, whoever you are. I hope you get the message. I hope he's listening. Boy, those people, uh, that's happened a couple of times with me where out of the blue somebody said, hey, let me do that for you. Yeah. And uh, it's there's some great people out there. I'm glad they did it. That was extremely kind and generous of them to do that. The weather was terrible. Mm. It was raining. It was drizzly. And he stopped and helped. And I, I really appreciate that. Whoever that Joe was, thank you, Joe. Do you think that Have was a his name? Christmas. Do you think that was his name? or he's... The first name was Joe, she said. Uh, oh, she okay. meant to write down his last name when she got in the car. Mm-hmm. But she said he... Uh, uh, she didn't have anything to write with, so sure. Anyway, thank again, thanks, Joe. All right, we're glad Joe was around for her. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks, Joe. Happiness is a thing called Joe. There's a lot of good Joes out there, hmm. And I've met a few of them.
because you should see me try to change a tire. I thought it was hard putting on shoes, but woof. One time I had a flat tire, and I didn't even realize that the car I was driving didn't have a spare. I assumed that every car you have has a spare, but they couldn't spare one. But we worked it out. Nothing like a good old tow. Hey, thanks for all the calls. We'll have round two after the news. And uh, you're going to really find the guest at 1 o'clock very fascinating. It's Tom Sullivan wrote a book about a, a major leaguer who lived in this area. Well, we'll get to it. WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 W233DB. 50 degrees right now, and Mr. Sun is out, and it's time for an update on the news. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. American basketball player Brittany Griner is on her way back home after being freed from Russia in a high-level prisoner swap. President Biden announced that Griner was released after being detained since February. This is a day we've worked toward for a long time. We never stopped pushing for her release. Greiner was freed after the U.S. released notorious Russian arms dealer Victor Boot. However, American Paul Whelan remains jailed after nearly four years in Russia. Sadly, for totally illegitimate reasons, Russia is treating Paul's case differently than Britney's. He said the U.S. has not forgotten about Whelan and will never give up in seeking his release. Greg Clugston. Washington. A source of angst for religious freedom advocates, a so-called Respect for Marriage Act, will come up for a vote today in the House. Among other things, would require the federal government to recognize the validity of same-sex and interracial marriages. Virginia's Republican chief executive wants to reimburse some of those who were slapped with fines for disobeying virus-related shutdown mandates. Governor Glenn Youngkin says Virginia will stop further enforcement or penalties for violations of COVID-19 shutdown orders, although it won't apply to violations related to health facilities like hospitals and nursing homes. He's also asking the state legislature and agencies to reimburse some of the fines. In a statement, Youngkin says the fact that businesses are still dealing with COVID-19-related penalties is infuriating. The Republican issued an executive order this week to gather reports on the penalties. He described the actions as draconian overreach by his Democratic predecessor, Ralph Northam. I'm Jennifer King. The Biden administration is appealing a federal court ruling that paves the way for the end of the Trump era Title 42 immigration policy later in the month. Watching Wall Street, the Dow is up 273 points, the Nasdaq 139 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. 
The Peruvian prosecutor's office says country's ousted left-wing president is under arrest, charged with rebellion and conspiracy. Most people have got used to this kind of uh, political turmoil in Peru. I mean, Pedro Castillo has been the fifth president they've had in five years. So I would say average Peruvians are learning that the country runs no matter what happens between Congress and the government. There have been some clashes between police and Castillo supporters here in Lima. We also heard of people queuing in, in supermarkets in some places. But I would say it seems that most people are just trying to carry on with their lives and trying to live their lives away from the political crisis. The BBC's Guillermo Orma reporting from Lima. Iran says it's executed a prisoner who was convicted for a crime allegedly committed during the country's ongoing nationwide protests. The first such death penalty carried out by Tehran. Townhall.com. A huge online retailer is being hauled into court by Washington's top prosecutor. The DC Attorney General is suing Amazon and its Amazon logistics subsidiary, alleging the biggest online retailer withheld tips from delivery drivers. Washington Attorney General Carl Racine said the company tricked consumers into thinking they were increasing drivers' compensation when Amazon was actually diverting tips to reduce its own labor costs and increase profits. Racine is seeking penalties for misleading consumers and delivery drivers. In 2021, Amazon reached a settlement with the Federal Trade Commission, which found Amazon withheld a portion of its tips meant for its Amazon Flex drivers. The company agreed to pay $61.7 million to compensate the drivers. I'm Bill Alexander in Washington. Repairs to a couple of electric substations damaged by gunfire last weekend in Moore County, North Carolina have been completed. The lights back on. More on these stories, townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Share that last story, one of the last stories, the holding tips back from uh, drivers, Amazon. Disgusting. Well, they got caught, so they had to pay back some money. <sighs> Honesty is such a lonely word. Welcome, open forum for this uh, hour, 889-5252. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Father Stu. Boston hey, Benny here. Boston Benny. What's up, Boston Benny? Well, I'm glad to be with you on your show this hour. Mm-hmm. I heard you talking uh, earlier about being a good Joe. Yeah. And you fall in that category every day. Well, I'd like to be more of a good Joe, but I'm not good at changing tires. <laughs> well... But there were a lot, of people, other things, eh? a lot of people that help out, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I'm going to try uh, attempt to be a good Joe this morning. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I'm a veteran, and one of your regular callers is a veteran. Yeah, we uh, have a few, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey, of the Philadelphian. Oh, yeah, Joey's and a veteran. I like listening to him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, sometimes, you know, it's difficult to listen to him because he seems to be, uh, be he seems to be challenged in some way. Having a so tough what day. I like to do is, mm-hmm. uh, I know he lives over in the area of NFA near the Chelsea Parade, and I like to go out to the Chelsea Parade, and I'd like to invite Joey, if he could, mm-hmm. to meet me tomorrow at the Chelsea Parade. 
where the uh, veteran monuments are at, at noon, and possibly I could talk to him, and he could talk to me, and we could, I could find out if there's anything that could help him. I I, uh, I go to the Veterans Center here in Norwich, and there's a possibility Joe might be interested in, in seeking some of their services. So I like to put that invitation out there to Joey. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a great guy. I love listening to him. But I, I, I if I can help him, I'll be out there tomorrow at where the Veterans Monuments are at, at noon mm-hmm. during the 12 o'clock hour. Just ask for Boston Benny. That's right. So thank you, Stu, for right. letting me uh, make that invitation to Joey. I know we all care about him. He loves you, and we love him. Everybody does. And it's, this is all about caring for each other. All right, buddy. Thank you for that. You're welcome. See ya. Hello. Welcome to the program. Yes, good morning, Stu. A question, if I may. Of course. You say you're going to be changing up the music on uh, the programming. Uh, are you going to be still having the talk shows all afternoon? That is uh, something that remains at the moment, but uh, once again, when I get input, I pass it immediately along to the okay. powers that be, and there's definitely going to be um, more music in the mix, and you won't hear uh, so many songs repeated. That I understand, but I'm more concerned about the afternoon programming. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I, I know all those gentlemen that talk are very mm-hmm. smart and very good, but in order to understand, you have to sit down and listen, and I don't have that kind of patience. Okay. Well, I'll take that I'd all I'd much in. rather have music, um, uh, pleasurable music, and maybe we could take a quick survey on how many people uh, really listen to those uh, talk show people. Well, how many people are still listening to WICH in the afternoon? Well, some people, you know, people can call in any time when we have an open forum and let us know. Right. I know I don't. Mm-hmm. As soon as you go off, my radio goes off, too. Okay. Okay? All right. Just a comment. Thank and you. And thank you for your time, and wish you well, and hope you your too. family is well, too. You, too. Thank you. Hi. Welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon again, Sue. I wasn't going to call back, but... Oh, look at that. You hey, got a... Bo- Boston Bean, uh, Beantown Benny, man. I'm going to meet him tomorrow at noon. Good. call in. I'd like to meet him personally. Well, he wants and to meet second, you. Huh? He wants to meet you. Yeah, I know. I heard it just now, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, but that's it. Only, it's not, not really cool. He goes, I like listening to him. I want to meet him. Uh, he, you know, he lives in Los Angeles. He lives in New York. And, you know, he, he, he ended up in Boston. And now he's in Norwich. And I'm right down the street. I love the Veterans uh, Memorial. So I'm going to see him at 12 o'clock. Okay. I hope that goes well. i say something else. Dr. Patty called in. You know, show, show. She goes, I can only, you know, donate so much and all. I honor her. She's a retired nurse. I never met her. We got we to gotta do it, too. We got to do a DQ again. I want to meet Patty. Mm-hmm. I want to see Susie, you know. No, Susie doesn't go, but we certainly love I those know. DQ uh, gatherings. Maybe, maybe, maybe we can get her out. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
No. Okay. But anyhow, I'm going to meet Boss Betty tomorrow. All right. He just said he'll meet me. Let me know how it goes. I'll be over on the green with the monuments. I'm a proud veteran. Mm -hmm. 21 years, brother, in the United States. I miss Marvin. Well, we do too, but there's a lot of veterans Uh, that would like to work with you. Hey, I know you're going to play some good tunes at noon, but no. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool that Benny called mm-hmm. up and said that. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel good. Good. Talk to you later. Love you, Sue. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, how Hi. are you? What's up? What's up? Okay, two things. First of all, you know when you're redoing the music, can you include more from the 40s and 50s for those that are older than our gen- than our, us? Those that are in their 80s and 90s, I think, would appreciate having a few of those 40s and 50s, Mm -hmm. like from their childhood um, and teenage years. Also, um, Divine Providence is having its monthly Polish um, food um, dinner tomorrow from 5 to 7. It's eat-in or take-out. They'll have pierogies and gawankis and potato pancakes. Mm. Soup, we haven't had potato pancakes in a long time with sour cream. Yeah. Oh, they're so. Yeah. So, that's what I look forward to every month. Mm-hmm. The potato pancakes. They all have a dessert. I think they have a pasta dish also. I don't have the the thing in front of me, but um, very good food, very reasonable price, and it's a good support for for the church. So um, hopefully everybody can. Um, either, as I said, it's takeout or eat in. Okay. Tomorrow, five to seven. Sounds great. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, hey, you're on the air. Welcome. Yes. Good morning, Stu. Good morning. Hey, I called you a couple months ago and told you I didn't care for the talk shows. Mm-hmm. You know, and I still don't. Okay. I don't listen to the radio after two o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know, I rather have the music. And uh. Okay, you we've see got. That, uh, hmm? The president of Ukraine was person of the year on Time Magazine. Oh yeah, Time Magazine. Well, I I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it's good for him, and uh, I agree that 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 Marine uh, should have been released uh, at least the same time as Griner, or if not before. I think it's a total disgrace that we left him back there. Well, I hope they have the same passion of getting him released as they did to the. Uh, to the uh, basketball player. Oh, she was there like 10 mm. months, and he's been there like four years. I thought it was five, but... Um, you know, and uh, it's a total disgrace that we left our military man back there. Well, I'm sure we'd like to get all of the folks back from Russia that have been uh, put into their ugly prisons, so we hope that the president will keep trying. I know uh, Donald Trump did some good things, and... Joe Biden has helped get some people out, so I hope that continues. Yeah, those those I think those talk shows got to go. So, okay, well, some people like them, and you know, you're certainly your opinion. I want to hear that too. All right, have a good day. You too. Thanks. Hello, welcome. You're on the air. Oh, in the second hour, very quickly, could you please play that ragged old flag for the veterans and all of us? Well, that ragged old flag. I know you called about that, and I had a little trouble finding it. I know it's here somewhere. You said it's Johnny Cash. I wasn't sure who it was. I guess it is him. 
Yes, I thought it was Johnny Cash. At yeah. least I remember playing it by Johnny Cash. That doesn't mean somebody else might have done it. Yeah, so if you could play that for Boston, Benny, and for Joey. And what about you? Me too. All of us you Americans. Too. They're veterans, though, so okay. all of us. You too, Stu. All right, thank you. Okay. Love the veterans. Anything we can do for the veterans, uh, we're here for you. Every day. Every day. Of course, they have the coffee houses that are going over very nicely. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Do you remember the disappointment last year when you tried to buy anything and because of the pandemic there wasn't anything available? Well, Lazy Boy and Bill's Bedding are happy to announce that there are plenty of fantastic Lazy Boy recliners in stock at Bill's now for the holidays. And more coming every week. Over 250 recliners in stock in all price ranges, including manual and power versions, all at lower prices than the big box store. For instance, the Reed Power Rocker Recliner with wireless remote and power headrest, now sale price for just $11.99. No other recliner has made a handheld remote and rocks and reclines except lazy boy and bill's benning is a complete lazy boy dealer with recliners lift chairs reclining and stationary sofas and more you can add to your holiday budget by putting your purchase on bill's 12-month equal pay financing with no additional fees or charges and save even more because bills will deliver your purchase for free and take away your old recliner too make your holiday special this year with a new lazy boy recliner from bill's betting 640 north main street in danielson or on the web at billsbedding.com This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Can you safely treat a burn by yourself at home? I'll be right back with some things to know about burns. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Superficial and some partial thickness burns are the only types of burns that are appropriate for self-treatment. If you get a minor burn, immerse the area in cool tap water for 10 to 30 minutes, clean the area with soap and water. If the skin is unbroken, apply a topical anesthetic. If the skin is broken, apply a topical antibiotic. Apply non-inherent dressing and change as needed. All other burns should be evaluated and treated by a doctor, especially chemical or electrical burns. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. 889-5252, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. What's up, Sue? Well, 
I really love Jimmy Fallon. You know, he has name brand senators and congressmen and mm-hmm. people. A lot on. of people like him. He's great. The second one, the young guy, I can't even remember his name. Um, I, I kind of like, eh. But then, like I said, I love Officer Tatum, too. He is a riot. I love plain-spoken people. You know, they just say it like it is. And But the thing is, they will have, you know, notable people, you know, from from D.C. and everything, get on there and say what they think is going on. And I disagree that they should be quieted. Yeah, the music is great. Um, maybe you could, like, do after Thela, like I said, in between a couple hours of regular music and then go on to Officer Tatum because he's really cool. And, um, you know, I, I like them. I like being in the know. And it makes me listen. I no longer listen to Hannity. No, no, no. I don't even know what's going on with him these days because I am listening mm-hmm. to WICH at oh, 3 o'clock. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to listen to that dip. and But he, you know what? More than likely, he told them to take on Herschel Walker. Every time he tells, like he was telling Trump, take Jeff Sessions, take this one, pick that one. They were all the wrong Well, Trump people. does, let's face it, Trump does what he wants to do. No, I know, but always I remember, what's his name, Hannity pushing them on him. So I'm like, I haven't listened to him in a long time. And like I said, I keep, you know, it on because, I, like I said, I like being in the know. And Jimmy Fallon is a riot, and so is an Officer Tatum at night. He is a riot. I, I love them because they're always laughing and having a good time. And what's wrong with that, you know? Okay, that's always fun when they introduce a little humor in there because oh, some of these things of are very humor. serious, very serious. A lot of humor. <clears throat> it, you know, you should listen to Jimmy Thaler. I do. He, he's funny, and I love the parody, the music. Mm-hmm. He, he'll take a song, even like the Beatles, and it actually sounds like the Beatles. It is so cool. He is cool. I, I really like him. He's really cool. And here's one. Linda Ronstadt, Blue Bayou. Blue Bayou, too. Blue Bayou. And, you know, and I was thinking of things like that. Um... Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. And I, I was thinking of all the little songs that have blue in them. I got Blue Eyes. But, yeah. Well, there's tons of songs that have blue in them. It's a very popular color. But I do like Linda Ronstadt's Blue Bayou. All right, Sue, it's a thanks. It's pretty song. How's so. by you? We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. A new survey out. Survey says... Started to watch that show again, Right. Family Feud. It's kind of fun. Survey said, a new survey by the dating app, which is called Flirtini. How about a cute, cute name for a dating app? Flirtini. I guess you go on there and you do a little flirting. 61% of singles find it more difficult to date during the holidays. 40% of singles have anxiety about gift giving. 
50% of singles feel pressure to invite people they're dating to holiday gatherings. If you feel pressure, don't invite them. 75% of online daters have had a relationship end during the holiday season. That's not good timing. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu. Hey. I agree with Sue. I like the talk shows afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, good. I'm glad so, you enjoy them. And I like the guests they have. I like... Um, I, I just think that in, in that new guy, um, Charlie Kirk, I like him, too. Yeah, Charlie's a popular guy. Yep. Yeah, well, so... But um, I, I, like, I love music. But... I can't, only take, get so much of it, and then I have to listen to something different. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe some of these talk show hosts should sing a little bit during the show. No. No, okay. Maybe. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but I like, I like the way you got it set up, and you do have music afterwards. Maybe if you, you those shows, um, they're delayed, right? The, so, uh, some of them are, yes. They're, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're delayed. Why can't you, if you... Maybe, I don't know, maybe you got to set it up for, for what's the best programming, too. So mm-hmm. I was just going to say maybe you could have a couple of hours of music between them. But, you know, then people would turn it, more people would turn it off. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I think the way you got it now, I like, I like the, the... All right, um, Cindy, I appreciate okay. your uh, input on it. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Hi. Good morning to you. Good morning. Welcome to Stu's Breakfast Club. Did you have a healthy breakfast today? I had oatmeal, raisins, nuts, and blueberries. Man, I hope that's good for you because I eat it a lot. Put it in the micro for about two minutes and bada-bing, there's your breakfast. By the way, if you uh, you can ask your doctor, too, about this. If you are taking antibiotics, which seems like everybody's doing that these days, I have heard that it's good to have yogurt during that period because it protects you because some of the good things that we have in our system, the antibiotics go after them as well as the bad stuff. But ask your doctor. I'm not a doctor, but ask your doctor about it. Because there are good things in yogurt. Hello, welcome to the program. Sue, it's wonderful that Joey will get together with Boston Benny. There you go. Little, uh... And you, you have brought a lot of people together. I remember when Candy and I went to Old Mystic Village and we met up with Bob, the young gentleman who had had a problem with... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was nice. It was wonderful. We spent a couple hours together. We went to the steak loft and had burgers and coffee and Mm. all. And he was just a lovely gentleman. And I noticed he started calling the show again recently, hasn't he? Yes, that's right. He's uh, calling us again. And uh, he's always welcome to do that. He knows that. Mm -hmm. Yes, he's a very nice man. And as a child, he had a very difficult problem there. And he explained everything to Candy and I. Mm -hmm. And we just had a lovely time. You brought Candy and I together also, because she lives in Rhode Island. Yeah, she lives in um, Bradford, I think. Yeah, Bradford. Yeah, Yeah, she's a wonderful person. And also Walter. Walter used to bring me flowers and everything. He was really a nice guy. And he hasn't called lately, has he? No, he's mad at me. I... You know, I'm, I've said I'm sorry if I offended him, but um, he's mad at me, but what can I do? 
Oh, uh, my goodness. We, we can well, bake him a pie. He listens, he listens to your show. Mm-hmm. He listens all the time, but he doesn't call in, even though I've encouraged him very much that he mm-hmm. should. And uh, he's, uh, you know, about 95 years old now. My goodness. I don't know. I don't know how old he is. Yeah, but, he's, uh, he's 95. His birthday is on Valentine's Day, actually, February 14th. No, no kidding. Yeah. And besides all these get-togethers, the Dairy Queen was fantastic with those reunions, and I hope that when this virus is gone, we can have those Dairy Queen reunions again. Well, we had it last uh, spring, so we hope we have another one. This spring. I hope so. I sir, Did you have one last spring? Yeah, we did have one. I think it was early summer, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Oh, wow. I must have missed that. I was probably out of town or something. But we wish uh, Joey a lot of good luck. He's a wonderful fellow, and we all love listening to Joey when he comes on. He's very interesting. So you take care and have a lovely day and a wonderful holiday. Well, it's good to hear from you. Thank you. Take care, dear. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. How about some weather? You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Sunny, breezy 53 today, much colder tonight than it has been, 28. Mostly sunny tomorrow, 46, typical. Partly to mostly cloudy, breezy Saturday, 42. Mostly cloudy, breezy 40 on Sunday. There is a chance for a late-day rain or snow shower on Sunday. That's your Channel 3, early warning weather. Weather anytime at WICH.com. It is currently at the high point of the day, 51 degrees. This week only, visit Boot Barn to save on quality holiday gifts for the whole family. We're offering holiday specials this week where you can get $50 off select handmade and handcrafted exotic cowboy boots, $20 off select western boots for women, plus savings on children's boots. We're also offering additional savings on select jeans, outerwear, t-shirts, and flannels. Visit us this week to save on top quality holiday gifts. Boot Barn. Unwrap the West. I like that. Unwrap the West. You're on the air. Welcome. Yeah, hi, Stu. No more uh, noontime music? Sure, if it's not noon yet. Noon to one, we play it. Yep. Oh, I, I'm looking at my clock, and I didn't change... Uh... <laughs> you haven't oh, okay. uh, You haven't changed the clock yet, huh? I haven't changed the clock, and that's because you guys were talking about what... There's going to be a change in the afternoon with the, with the talk shows and all that? No, we we always like to get input, but uh, noon to one is our lunchtime oldie show. I cherish that hour, so don't worry about it. Yeah, okay. All right. right. Yeah, bye-bye. Thank you. The correct time at the buzz, 11.30, WICH AM and FM. Stu is with you. Keith C. Rice with you on Friday morning. He's a fun guy. He, uh... Got some interesting things to say, as always. I love his enthusiasm, too. So, a couple of things in this survey, which are kind of interesting. 75% of online daters have had a relationship end during the holiday season. 32% of online daters would buy a gift for someone after a month of dating. But wait a month before you start doing the gift stuff. All right, okay. 33% of people date someone so they are not alone during the holidays. Top five changes people would like to make this Christmas, according to a new survey by Tenderstem. (laughs) Watch more Christmas movies. 
Get new decorations. Watch different Christmas movies to ones we normally watch. Go abroad for Christmas. It's the last thing I want to do. But to each his own, right? Eat different foods to what you normally have. No, I'm not going to have grasshoppers for uh, Christmas dinner. Okay. All right. Ohio police recently cited a man for dumping a mattress in front of a no-littering sign. Talk about chutzpah, huh? In front of a no-littering sign. Well, they spotted him, illegally dumping his bedding. The witness pointed out Harold's home to the cops. He is now facing a $1,000 fine. So there, litter bug, you're on the air. Welcome. Well, good morning, Stu. How are you? Hey, Candy. We're just talking about you. I heard that. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was wishing if Judy's still listening to me to us. I'm thinking uh, if she still has my phone number, I, maybe she does or doesn't. But if she does have my phone number, I'd love her to call me, and maybe she and I could get together in person somehow again. You know, well, like that would be nice. Do. Yeah, sure. You know, I mean, I miss seeing her in person when since she moved away from her original, you know, her original residence uh, recently. So I, I think if she could, maybe um, maybe we could try to do that somewhere. You know, well, she seems to be where she's living, but somewhere. She seems to be back in our listening area, so I think she's uh, closer to mm-hmm. home now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And that that was right that we we met that uh, Bob, and but we met ourselves together. We met each other for the first time over at um, you know the Blue Squid in Mystic Village. Yes. Um, that's where they have the, uh, a lot of um, grilled cheese, uh, several types of grilled cheese sandwiches, and also about eighty different kinds of cupcakes. Mm, yes, I remember that. Yes, I haven't <laughs> eaten there, but I remember talking about that. Yeah, so I haven't been there in a long time, but that's where we met originally well, well, several years ago. So it, it is good that she's she's uh, communicating again uh, with us. Boy, um, you know that. Uh, I, I wonder how. To say hello to everybody, and um, mm-hmm. uh, hope you have a great weekend. And uh, um, hope a good... we don't get the snow. We're supposed to get maybe a little snow. I heard. Yeah, I hope you're having a good holiday season. It's moving along quickly here, huh? I know. Every year's a little bit quicker, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. When we were <laughs> kids, it lasted forever, but. I know. A little older, so, boom! Um, there it is. Hopefully, we're not going to get hundred, hundred, a lot of snow. I, I'm not in favor of snow. Like I, some people I hope might not. Be. I've never dreamt of a white Christmas, and if mm, I do, oh it'll no. be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. I haven't either. <laughs> okay, well, take care. All right, take, Candy. Have a good day. Thanks All right, for bye-bye. checking in. In case you didn't know it, ladies and gentlemen, bees do not like beer. I think of that often. The Daily Mail says South African man was recently stung to death while talking to a swarm of bees he believed were the reincarnation of his ancestors. 50-year-old man uh, met with a traditional healer who told him to perform a ritual and then talk to the bees. The man offered beer to the bees and they stung him instead of drinking the beer. Bees said, this one's for you. So, uh, is trying to make friends. Amazing stuff, huh? True stories. How about a man who stole piggy stardust? The Charleston City Paper says the North Charleston, South Carolina police recently arrested a 31-year-old man for stealing a pot-belly pig from the Charleston Animal Society. Piggy stardust was gone for six days. 
She was returned home to the shelter. The thief was charged with the theft. So this little piggy did not go to the market. We got the piggy back. Good. It's amazing the odd stories that uh, come in all the time. We'd like to share a few of them with you. It is uh, 26 minutes before noon, lunchtime oldies from noon to 1. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. This is a public notice from the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We are pleased and thankful for our continued growth due to customers who demand a real tree service company that continues to invest in state-of-the-art equipment, which includes our famous Nifty Lift with its lawn-friendly tires. Not only the Nifty Lift, but also our newest lift, the Dinosaur. Watch it soar up to 92 feet to handle hard-to-reach heights. Tasmanian Tree Devil will take away the question, are they insured? We will show proof of insurance while meeting with you. Why hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil? The owner, Edwin Adams, is a member of the Connecticut Tree Protective Association and is also an accredited Better Business Bureau member with an A-plus rating. Hire the company that takes care of both its employees and customers. Hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We show up when we say we will and we do what we say we are going to do. What more can you ask for? Call 860-917-1953. I'm sure many of you can relate to this, and that's the uh, bleeping cough goes away and comes back and goes away and comes back. So many people I know, it's happening to them. I had a terrible night last night with the cough, just like, boom, there it was. And uh, not too bad today, but it just comes and goes. Should at least wait till it gets vi- invited. Are you having anybody else having that problem? Hmm? That cough that comes and goes. Many people I know have had it for weeks and weeks, and then they say, oh, it's gone, and then the next thing they say, whoops, it's back again. It's very fashionable this season for some reason. You all know about Joey Chestnut. He's the guy that wins all the eating contests, but not all of them. He recently won a pierogi eating contest at a Cleveland Cavaliers game. Joey downed 47 pierogies. In several minutes, his three competitors ate 33 combined. Boy, do I love those pierogies. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi there. I was watching the uh, news this morning. Uh, very disturbing is um, the uptick in um, uh, suicides and uh, regarding the uh, Border Patrol. Oh, the, those people have so much pressure, it's it's horrible. Horrible. Well, we've had suicides before, you know, with uh, police and, uh, you know, but not usually that was doing pretty good down there. Mm-hmm. But uh, 14 suicides in the last 12 months and four just this last week. That's awful. Well. So, and this uh, pathetic idiot doesn't mention one word about them or their families. They're federal employees. You know, just mention one word about them. And the other thing is more of an insult to them and their families is he uh, hires 87 million IRS agents who, by the way, have already um, started to threaten the middle-class people. In other words, if you do your taxes and you subtract 5 from 10 and you don't come up with 5 and it's on your income tax, you're going to get audited. But uh, he, he puts 87 million IRS agents... 
there and uh, doesn't give the Border Patrol one extra person. Not one. Not one person. Well, to, he doesn't to want to talk about the border because... 16, 20 hours uh, a day, seven days a week. That's his Achilles heel. He doesn't want to talk about it because he knows, obviously, deep down that he's blown it. So he doesn't want to um, talk about it. No, he doesn't want to talk about anything he does because he hasn't done anything right since the day he took office. So, um... But anyways, when it comes to this kind of stuff, uh, the way he's treating these uh, law enforcement people who do nothing but attempt to save criminals uh, from coming into our country and harming us, mm -hmm. um, this is his duty. This uh, deserves what he's doing is the uh, on the border deserves impeachment. He's uh, violating the Constitution in all kinds of ways. Uh, not protecting the American people. Well, it's probably never going to happen, but I agree with you. He's uh, he's breaking oh. the law. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, Stu. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Um, Hiya. Well, I got to tell you, this cough, I uh, it hits me now and again, and I think I'm feeling better. And oh my gosh, so many people. Coughing, you know, so many people are telling me the same story. Uh, yeah, um, so my son and his wife out in Illinois have had the, whatever it is, and it's been a good month, and they're still hacking. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, the doctor says it's allergies, but I, I don't know still. Um, well, I don't they... want Larry to get mad at me talking about health, but I've I've heard your voices like hoarse, you know. It sounds very stuffy, but I, I'm I'm going to say something very negative about the uh, COVID shot. My husband and I went and got the the fifth one. A mm -hmm. couple days later, my husband had troubles. We also got the flu shot, and it seems like I it's probably just us picked up an allergy or whatever. But none of us, we haven't felt good since we got it. And there's so many of my family members, Graham, you shouldn't have got the COVID shot, that last one. Um, well, first of know, all, it's not a good idea to get the shot if you're having, if you don't feel well and you have something, uh, they advise you not to do it until you feel better. So I don't know yeah, if you right. had something prior to that. No, I was, we were fine. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I, well, one of my daughter-in-law, because she calls my husband, Pops shouldn't got those COVID shots because he's been in and, the hospital, in and out of the hospital with heart trouble. And it's like, what the heck do I do? You know, I want to keep safe. I, I I, got the flu shot, you know, that new uh, pneumonia-type shot. But, you know, and I, still, honestly, I don't go out of the house much at all. I don't know. I, uh, the, You know, like today, I ate out my bedroom. You know, I opened the windows and idea. stuff, you know, to air out, and um, I, I just don't get it still. Well, I mean, it could the, be a coincidence. I don't know. Um, it's, it's pretty tricky because there is so much stuff that's floating around. Did you get the flu shot with the uh, COVID? Yeah, with the I got COVID them both. together? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got them together. Um, <clears throat> but now, do you get a little winded? No, I'm not getting winded, no. Oh, thank God for you. Good. That's but, good. Did your wife catch it? 
No, she's got another sinus thing now, so everybody's oh, got something. Oh, my gosh. Everybody's got, no, the doctor uh, said that I was not contagious. Yeah, well, isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I'm asthmatic, so, of course, I oh, don't yeah. want to get around anybody. You're vulnerable, sure. Oh, golly, but, so, she's got, well, I hope that hers isn't, uh, Contagious to you, or sinus. no? No, she's taking antibiotics, and it's oh god, yeah. Well, good for her. I, yeah, wow. Now, did any of the grandkids and the son and his wife get anything? Yeah, uh-huh. they've oh, had. Oh boy, they've had the cough. They've had. Uh, <laughs> oh my the, goodness! They've had the whole thing. My granddaughter, my grand, uh, my daughter-in-law had COVID. Oh golly! And um, not my son. Oh, yeah, I mean, wow. everybody's got something. They don't want to be yeah, left I out, I guess. I, well, the only thing, I didn't want the other Larry, not the police retired Larry, but I called in, you know, last week, and I'm just saying I, I would I would advise people to be very careful, you know, if, if you can. Um, uh, they say, you know, even in the TV, it's saying how the hospitals, you know, the children are sick and this and that. So, you know, but I've got a lot of negative from some of my family members that did not get any of the COVID shots, and they're fine. Well, you know, so that happens, too. I, I mean, I don't yeah. know. It's, I mean, I'm trying to do the best thing for my health and my husband. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I would suggest people, you know, just be careful where you go, and I just don't want to catch a cold on top of this. You know what I mean? Well, if you do go out, maybe it's a good idea to wear a mask. Hmm? Yeah, well, I, I've got to do some Christmas shopping still well, yet. wear a mask when you're out there. It's, it's okay. Yeah, I, I do anyways. But okay. anyways, uh, I hope you feel good, you and your wife, and have a good weekend to do, okay? Thank you. Take care okay. of yourself. Thank you. You too. Everybody is sniffing and sh- coughing and dancing. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stu. Morning. I hope you feel better. I feel okay. It just I know it sounds congested, but I feel okay. Very good. Thank you. Um, I have an article from uh, last week's uh, Thursday, December the 1st paper that got my attention and bothered me. Wrote up by Brian Howenbeck. It was titled, State of Connecticut and Tribes Collaborate on Schools Curriculum. The story says... The new model curriculum will tell the stories of Connecticut's five recognized tribes. And I said, hold it. I know of the Mohegans who followed the right proper process through the Department of Interior Bureau of Indian Affairs and are recognized. But this news story talked about Eastern Pequots and others no one has heard of and to my knowledge are not recognized. Those who claim to be the Mashantucket Pequot were authorized by Congress, but did not follow the Department of Interior's recognition process. According to the nonfiction book, Without Reservation, by Jeff Benedict, lawyer Tom Terrine admitted the land claims intended to get Richard Hayward recognized as the Lost Pequot Tribe were something we made up. That's Tareen's quote. The Department of Interior did not recognize the Hayward claim to be a Pequot. It was also Tom Tareen who went ahead and wrote up the proposal 
for Congress. Former Congressman Sam Gadenson, along with former Governor Lowell Weicker, with former Senator Chris Dodd, would sponsor the Tureen written bill without a proper investigation. And on the Len page of Without Reservation says, the Interior Department did not recognize the Pequots. A federal law passed by Congress recognized them. And the judge was raising a hypothetical query if Congress made a mistake in 1983 and granted federal recognition to people who weren't really the Pequot tribe, could the mistake be fixed? Congress never investigated before declaring the Haywards were the Pequot tribe. It didn't so much as ask to see a single birth certificate, not even from professed tribal chief Skip Hayward. Yet Congress is still empowered to ask for proof of legitimacy for those claiming to be Pequots. And if an investigation determined that the people operating Foxwoods are not really the Pequot tribe, then Congress has a remedy. Amend the 1983 law and revoke the group's federal recognition status. But I go on. Let us not teach false Indian history to our children, and the only reason Foxwoods is there is because politicians wanted it. And as for moving around the statue of Captain John Mason, I refer to an article here from February 2003 in the late great historian Bill Stanley. Okay? Um, it goes on to say, it is true that John Mason and John Underhill led a group of Narragansetts, Mohegans, and settlers on a punitive expedition ending in a massacre. Yes. Were those killed mostly women and children? Again, the answer is yes. The warriors whom they expected to be at the fort were elsewhere, but there were many more Narragansett and Mohegan Indians than settlers. And as with the massacre at Little Bighorn, there was a reason for the attack. The Pequot Indians in those days were a warlike tribe with many enemies. There were occasions of kidnapping, attacks on settlers, and finally the murder of John Oldham in 1636. In fact, Uncas was born a Pequot and did his best to persuade the tribe to be peaceful and work with the settlers. Finally, Uncas so disagreed with Sassacus that he and his followers left the Pequots, crossed the Pequot River, now the Thames, and established the Mohegan Nation. Uncas was Grand Sachem, Saskia's daughter was his wife, and so, 366 years ago, John Mason, mm-hmm. with an army of Mohegan and Narragansett Indians, attacked the Pequots. That's interesting history. I'm going to have to go, but thank you, sir. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. You agree or disagree, you always let us know you're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Um... I'm at the Divine Providence Church here. Can you hear me all right? Oh, you sound divine. Okay. <laughs> I'm calling about the Taste of Poland tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, with the menu. Uh, we're having pierogi. We're having potato pancakes. Mm-hmm. Coffee, Polish pasta. That's with sauerkraut, kielbasa, and bacon. And we're having bean soup. And I think that also has uh, bacon and kielbasa in it. And uh, dessert, uh, Polish donuts, and cream puffs. And that's going to be from 5 to 7 on Friday. And it's takeout or eat in. 
and what am I forgetting? Divine Providence Church. That's on in the Greenville section of knowledge on the corner of Golden and Silver Streets. Well, it sounds delicious. Well, I think it will be, and uh, I've got to get back to work here. Okay, thanks. Oh, I don't know. Did I say a kielbasa roll? I don't think you said kielbasa roll. No. Yeah, that's very good. Are you kielbasa cooking? Kielbasa roll with sauerkraut. Are you doing the cooking? I'm helping here. Helping yep. out, yeah. Yep. We're making, we're doing everything <clears throat> here today, chopping up stuff and rolling up, going uh, yeah. and Should be yeah, a big success so. for you. We'll be all set. Okay, thanks so much for uh, letting me get on with this. You're welcome. No Bye problem. Now. Anytime. You've been such a great audience so far today that I want to give you a few laughs. Here's a comedian that it's hard not to laugh at. She's been around for a long time. Her name is Rita Rudner. So let's have a chuckle or two before we get into the news. Thank you so much. It's so nice to be back here. Boy, Montreal is kind of a milestone for me. The first time I came to Montreal, I just got married, and now I've been married for eight years. I know, boy. Time flies when you're driving someone crazy. <laughs> we do have problems in our marriage. Neither one of us is handy. We had a flat tire. We looked so pathetic standing on the side of the road. Finally, a little old lady stopped and changed the tire for us. <laughs> and this is something very important that nobody tells you. If you're thinking of marrying someone, please make sure before you take that final step that one of you kills bugs. <laughs> It's so important. We've married each other. Neither one of us performs that function. <laughs> a bug walks in our house. We just stand there and stare at it. <laughs> till it becomes so uncomfortable it leaves. <laughs> we have our jobs that we do in our marriage. I take out the garbage. What's your name right here? Sharon, you know why I take out the garbage? Because the first week we were married, I accidentally took out the garbage. <laughs> You have to be so careful what you do that first week. <laughs> Men and women are very different. Women remember everything. Men forget everything. That's, see? That's why they have instant replays. They forgot what just happened. Men like cars, women like clothes. See, I only like cars because they take me to clothes. <laughs> My husband loves his car. What's your name right here in the front? Hello, Angelo. Do you love your car, Angelo? See, Angelo loves his car. I knew that. What kind of car do you have, Angelo? A Seville. A Seville. Ask me what kind of car I have, Angelo. I have a white car. <laughs> That's all I need to know, Angelo. It goes with everything. My husband loves his car so much it makes noises only he can hear. We'll be driving along and he'll say, there, there's the rattle. You hear it? And I don't hear it. I want to hear it. I try to hear it. 
Once I lied and said I heard it. He said, no, that's not it. He has two beliefs in life. He believes in God, and he believes that when the gas gauge is on empty, he still has a quarter of a tank. the E stands for, eh, there's still some left. <laughs> and my car has what I thought was an optional feature, but I guess it's a standard because it was on my last car too. It has a rotating gas tank. Whatever side of the pump I pull up onto, it's on the other side. <laughs> and I hate self-service gas stations so much I shouldn't have to do that. I'm not qualified. I was driving by myself to a formal occasion once. I pulled over, it was all self-service. I'm standing there in the middle of the night in an evening gown pumping gas. I look like the gas fairy. I usually get two jobs when we go on trips in the car. These jobs could sound familiar to the women in the audience. I get to read the map. Yes, thank you. And I get to get out and ask for directions after we get lost. Because he panics so badly when we get lost. I don't panic when I get lost. I just change where it is that I want to go. <laughs> but to him, it's such a big deal. We make a right instead of a left. That's it. It's over. There's no going back. We'll just have to continue on around the world now. Why can't he go back? Why is there so much shame attached to going back? Angelo, he would rather never get there than go back. And he puts too much pressure on me. He scares me. He goes, quick, quick, come on. Which way do we go? Come on. East or west? East or west? You have the map. And here's the kicker. I can't do everything. And we have been married for quite a while now, so you know what happens. Mm-hmm-hmm. -hmm. We began to long for the pitter-patter of little feet. So I do have an announcement tonight. We got a dog. <laughs> well, it's cheaper and you get more feet. <laughs> and this is another thing I didn't know. Men teach dogs totally different tricks than women teach dogs. My husband came home, I said, look, I taught him to sit. I came home, my husband said, look, if you put him on the roof and light his tail, he jumps into the pool. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. She's a very funny lady, Rita Rudner. We'll be hearing more from her. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Hi, Stu. Hi. Good morning. Morning. It just passed Congress for same-sex <clears throat> marriage. Excuse me? Congress just passed the bill for same-sex marriage. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. So it's headed to the president's desk. Well, he's going to sign it, and then we won't have to think about that anymore. My question for you, really quick here, is do you know if polygamy is against the law in some states and not other states? That is a great question. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. There are still some states I think it's um, not against the law. I don't know. Maybe somebody can help us out on that. Interesting question. 
we got a news break coming up. Then lunchtime oldies. Lots of fu- pure fun. Stick around for that. News is next. Got some good Christmas songs, too, coming up. Fascinating baseball story after 1 o'clock. I guarantee you will. There's a major league player who actually played in Norwich, Connecticut, met his wife here. and uh, Interesting, even if you're not a baseball fan. WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Ooh, a weird note. The latest town hall news of what's happening. news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Russia has released WNBA player Brittany Griner in a one-for-one prisoner swap with the United States. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. She's safe. She's on a plane. She's on her way home. Announcing Griner's release, President Biden thanked American officials for their hard work. Griner was freed from a Russian prison in exchange for a notorious Russian arms dealer. The president said efforts continue to bring American Paul Whelan home. And while we have not yet succeeded in securing Paul's release, we are not giving up. We will never give up. Whelan has been jailed in Russia since December 2018 on espionage charges that the U.S. government has said are baseless. Greg Clugston, Washington. Also at townhall.com, Pennsylvania authorities say two firefighters have died responding to a blaze in a house where a body was found in the yard. Two other people who lived in the house were able to get out safely, the West Penn Township Police, calling it an active crime scene that is in Schuylkill County. The house has given final approval to protections for same-sex marriages. Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan says Democrats are inciting fear that Justice Clarence Thomas is threatening marriage rights. Democrats have conjured up this non-existent threat based on one line in Justice Thomas's concurrence in Dobbs. And they are misunderstanding or deliberately misrepresenting what Justice Thomas wrote. Justice Thomas made the same point that he has made for years. The law requires all states to recognize same-sex marriages. The vote sends the legislation to President Biden, who is expected to sign the measure into law. Stocks are higher on Wall Street. The Dow is up 215 points now, and the Nasdaq adding 116. More at townhall.com. Great news, Nick. Legacy boxes are still in stock. With Christmas just around the corner, there's still time to buy the best Christmas gift ever. Legacy box. That's right, Adam. Order today and Legacy box ships immediately. It'll arrive ready to wrap and place under the tree. Gather the family together this Christmas and collect all your old VHS and camcorder tapes, slides, pictures, and film reels. Then you can binge on the good old days. 
From fading over time to risks like fire and water damage, your memories aren't protected unless they're on a digital format. Legacy Box helps you replay those great moments from the past, from Christmas morning to your wedding day. Legacy Box is the world's largest digitizer of home movies and photos. All the work is done right here in the USA, and over a million customers have trusted Legacy Box. This Christmas is the time to digitize. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for exclusive holiday savings. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for last-minute shopping. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Iran has announced the first execution of a protester convicted over the recent anti-government unrest. Mohsen Shakari was hanged this morning after being moved to solitary confinement several days ago in anticipation of his execution. The Iranian judiciary said that he'd blocked a road in Tehran and wounded a member of the Basij paramilitary with a machete. It described him as a rioter, the label the authorities have tried to put on protesters in order to discredit their movement as a form of violent anarchy fomented by hostile governments such as the US, Israel and the UK. At least 11 other protesters have so far been sentenced to death, with several of their appeals already having been rejected. BBC correspondent Sebastian Usher. Flooding that began in June in Nigeria has become the deadliest in more than a decade. More than 600 people killed, thousands of homes destroyed, and more than 1.3 million people displaced. Breaking news at townhall.com. A new law in New York involving nursing homes. A new state law in New York requires state nursing home facilities to notify residents and guests when an infection is present and that nursing homes have a plan in place to accommodate exposed or infected residents. This follows more than 15,000 COVID deaths in New York nursing homes during the coronavirus pandemic. Over 4,000 COVID patients in the state were placed in nursing homes with elderly residents after then-Governor Cuomo said they could not be denied. Tasha Stevens reporting. And that first-ever U.S. auction of leases to develop commercial-scale floating wind farms off the West Coast raised $757 million in bids for mostly European companies. The auction offered two adjoining lease areas in Northern California and three in Central California that could generate 4.5 gigawatts of energy. More of these stories at townhall.com. It's Stu Breyer's Lunchtime Oldies Break, only on WICH AM 1310. Okay, this is my car on a cold morning. Does this sound familiar? Come on, come on. Come on, you can do it. All right. Dashing through the snow in my rusty Chevrolet Down the road I go, sliding all the way I need new piston rings, I need some new snow tires My car is held together by a piece of chicken wire Oh, rust and smoke, the heater's broke, the door just flew away I light a match to see the dash, and then I start to pray The frame is bent, the muffler went, the radio, it's okay Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty Chevrolet I went to the IGA 
to get some Christmas cheer. I just passed up my left front tire and it's getting hard to steer. Skidding down the highway, right past the Nagani cops. I had to drag my swampers to get the car to stop. Oh, rust and smoke, the heaters broke, the door just flew away. I light a match to see the dash, and then I start to pray. The frame is bent, the muffler went, the radio, it's okay. Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty Chevrolet. through the snow drifts in a big blue cloud of smoke people laugh as i drive by i wonder what's the joke i got to get to shopko to pick up the layaway cause santa claus is coming soon in his big old rusty sleigh oh rust and smoke the heaters broke the door just blew away i light a match to see the dash and i start to pray the frame is bent the muffler went the radio it's okay Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty Chevrolet. Rust and smoke, the heaters broke, the door just blew away. I light a match to see the dash, and I start to pray. The frame is bent, the muffler went. Wouldn't you know it, just yesterday the warranty ran out, huh? Rusty Chevrolet as we move into the lunchtime oldies. Got an interesting mix for you today. Let's go to 1964 with Johnny Rivers. Standing on a mountain looking down on a city The way I feel is a doggone pity Teardrops falling down a mountainside Many times I've been here, many times I've cried We used to be so happy when we were in love High on a mountain of love Night after night I've been standing here alone Weeping my heart out till cold gray dawn Praying that you're lonely and you come here too Hoping just by chance that I get a glimpse of you Trying hard to find you somewhere love High on a mountain of love A mountain of love, a mountain of love You should be ashamed your name way down below there's a half a million people somewhere there's a church with a big cross steeple inside a church there's an altar filled with flowers wedding bells are ringing and they should have been ours that's why i'm so lonely my dreams gone above high on a mountain above a 
half a million people Somewhere there's a church with a big tall steeple Inside a church that's all the filled with flowers Waiting bells are ringing that should have been ours That's why I'm so lonely, my dreams long above High on a mountain above Mr. John, here's an interesting name for a group, Cat Mother and the All Night Newsboys. You may not remember the name of the group, but you will remember the song. It's a good old rock and roll song. Put your hands together. After you pray, you can dance to this. Chantilly lace and a pretty face Had a ponytail, a hand down A wiggle and a walk and a giggle and a talk Lord, that was late The world go round, round, round There ain't nothing in the world like a big eye girl She made me act so funny Made me spend my money Made me feel real loose Like a long-ass goose I like a girl Oh, baby, that's what I like Slam my name all over the place Do anything that you want to do Put on There's a medley of some of your favorite oldies there. 
WICH was two. Coming up, a little Christmas trivia I think you'll uh, find fascinating. But let's check the weather forecast. Check. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Sunny, breezy 53 today, much colder tonight than it has been, 28. Mostly sunny tomorrow, 46, typical. Partly to mostly cloudy, breezy Saturday, 42. Mostly cloudy, breezy 40 on Sunday. There is a chance for a late-day rain or snow shower on Sunday. That's your Channel 3, early warning weather. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Currently 51 degrees. After over 40 years of serving her loyal customers, Jackie Kersha at Norwich Coin and Jewelry will close her doors and retire on December 30th. Please stop by and wish her well. Take advantage of her huge sale. Antiques and glassware, 75% off. Coin supplies and costume jewelry, 50% off. Fine jewelry, 30% off. Everything must go. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is located at 35 Franklin Street in Norwich and is open Wednesday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. This week only, visit Boot Barn to save on quality holiday gifts for the whole family. We're offering holiday specials this week where you can get $50 off select handmade and handcrafted exotic cowboy boots, $20 off select western boots for women, plus savings on children's boots. We're also offering additional savings on select jeans, outerwear, t-shirts, and flannels. Visit us this week to save on top quality holiday gifts. Boot Barn. Unwrap this is a public notice from the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We are pleased and thankful for our continued growth due to customers who demand a real tree service company that continues to invest in state-of-the-art equipment, which includes our famous Nifty Lift with its lawn-friendly tires. Not only the Nifty Lift, but also our newest lift, the Dinosaur. Watch it soar up to 92 feet to handle hard-to-reach heights. Tasmanian Tree Devil will take away the question, are they insured? We will show proof of insurance while meeting with you. Why hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil? The owner, Edwin Adams, is a member of the Connecticut Tree Protective Association and is also an accredited Better Business Bureau member with an A-plus rating. Hire the company that takes care of both its employees and customers. Hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We show up when we say we will, and we do what we say we are going to do. What more can you ask for? Call 860-917-1950. 1216, once upon a time, about 1949, the Montgomery Wards, remember them? They had a, a little uh, booklet that they used to put in with some things about a reindeer with a red nose. It became quite a popular thing. Gene Autry had the first big hit of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Everybody thinks that Gene wrote that song, but he did not. He wished he did, but... Um, Gene wrote a song called Here Comes Santa Claus, which was a very popular Christmas hit as well. Johnny Marks was the name of the guy who wrote Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Everybody loved it. Everybody felt bad for him, but of course he had a shiny nose, and the rest is history. But did you know that that's not the only Christmas classic that Johnny Marks wrote? He was the guy that penned Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, which originally was recorded by Brenda Lee and really didn't go over very well. But year after year after year, the song became more and more popular around Christmas time, and still today, it's one of the most played Christmas songs. Johnny Marks strikes again. (laughs) 
Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop. Rockin' around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirit ring. Later we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some caroling. It's lots of airplay every Christmas season. So many people recorded that song, but Brenda, of course, is the kingpin on that one. Alabama recorded Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, Amy Grant. Brian uh, Seltzer Orchestra, I don't know who he is. Darlene Love and Ronnie Spector recorded it. Hannah Montana, Jessica Simpson, Leanne Rimes. Mercy Me. Amazing. I mean, that's just a small percentage of the people that recorded that song, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Even Three Dog Night and Toby Keith. But this was the one I thought was really interesting because um, it's one that you would really not uh, expect. Dion of Runaround Sioux fame recorded the song. Here's a little bit about uh, how he did it. Definitely is Dion. He was messing a little bit with his voice and put the doo-wop in there. 
party hand I miss the door hung where you can see Every couple tries to start Rocking around the Christmas tree Let the Christmas spirit ring Later we'll have some pumpkin pie And we'll do some caroling Never knew before that Dion actually recorded that song, but it's a little bit different. He changed his voice a little bit. WICH with Stu, mixing them up for you. This was usually the time of year when uh, your parents said, what are we going to get your teacher for Christmas? Ooh. There was an item that was popular, and I still can't figure it out today, called toilet water. You remember that? You know, Get your t- teacher some toilet water. I used to say, are you kidding me? Seriously? I don't know if they still sell that, but um, think about it. Maybe something different this year for your teacher, Mr. Lee. There he comes. Waiting for his present. One, two, three. Look at Mr. Lee. Three, four, five. Look at him die. Mr. Lee, Mr. Lee. Oh, Mr. Lee, Mr. Lee, Mr. Lee. Oh, Mr. Lee. Kind of funny when that song was a hit in 1957. My teacher was Mr. Lee, so you figure the class was having a really good time every time he 
walked into the room. One, two, three. Stu's lunchtime break, WICH. Boy, look at that nice sunshine today. It is definitely a pretty world out there. Why don't we take a little piece of summer sky, hang it on a tree? For that's the way to start to make a pretty world for you and for me. And for the sun, we'll find a lemon Sergio Mendes in Brazil 66. That's a pretty song, isn't it? I played this yesterday, but I got to play it again today because people said, Really? Was that Nat King Cole that sang that? And the, the answer is yes. And it's the only song that I know, Christmas song or any song, that makes reference to Mrs. Santa Claus who really needs a lot more recognition than she gets. Who feeds the reindeer all their hay? Who wraps the gifts and packs the sleigh? Who's helping Santa every day? Mrs. Santa Claus. 
keeps his red suit looking nice. Who does he turn to for advice? Who gives the brownies all their spice? Mrs. Santa Claus. She pitter patters all around the workshop the whole year long. Amid the happy clatter of the workshop, she sings a merry, merry Christmas song. Who reads the notes from girls and boys, turns in the order for their toys. Who fills every wondrous heart with joys, Mrs. Santa Claus. She pitter-patters all around the workshop. The happy clatter of the workshop She sings a merry, merry Christmas song Who reads the notes from girls and boys Turns in the order for their toys Fills every heart with wondrous joys Mrs. Santa Claus Mrs. Santa Oh, yes. She does a lot of things in the background. You don't hear about it. And not too many people know her first name because there are many stories about Mrs. Claus, but they have different first names. So we'll just call her Mrs. Claus for now. How's that? Anybody getting a tambourine for Christmas? People have a favorite Christmas story called The Christmas Carol, which, of course, introduces Ebenezer Scrooge, because we all know someone is in that category of Ebenezer Scrooge. Cratchit. Actually, he was crotchety. 
there's a song, not exactly a song, a narration about somebody like Ebenezer Scrooge. See if you remember this one. Somebody who just can't find any joy in the Christmas season. Hello there, little ones. You see your old man dressed up as Santa Claus and can't get his belly through the fireplace? And you hang up a purple bulb on a tree and 3,000 volts go through you? And your brother made an animal cage out of your erector set and grandma can't get out? And someone opened a window while you're sorting stamps and all your triangles are flying around the house? And one of your gifts, a strange little shiny box, suddenly takes off and is now circling the earth at 1,200 miles an hour. Is that what's troubling you, tiny tots? Well, put your head down low and take a run in the snow with that devil-may-care Christmas spirit. For the whole world singing that happy song, merrily we roll along. You'll never give up, never give up, never give up. That sled! Hey there, Muppets. You see, your mischievous cousin Wilbur gave you a moose head with the moose still in it. And you ate so many candy sticks, your nose is green with red and white nostrils on it. And you just can't seem to piece together your life-size assemble-it-yourself ranch house. And you just got a pine needle right up your cuticle. Ow. And Aunt Bertie ain't come home from Macy's yet. It's been eight days now. And your daddy chops down a pine tree in the forest and brings it in and a big gray eagle flies out and won't leave the bedroom? Is that what's perturbing you, Moppets? Well, lift your head up high and take a flop on the ice with that melody ringing in your head and a hefty lady in your heart. You'll never give up, never give up, never give up! Those skates! Hey there, boobies. You see that smoldering yule log so wet and sticky everyone's gasping for breath while trying to look merry? And, and your Uncle Harold came in as a big jolly bear and your father shot him? And your little doggy swallowed some of them jingle bells and is driving the whole house crazy? And, and you went sleigh riding in a big blizzard and you can't find your way home and while you're wandering in the fields you get picked up by a big snow shovel and dumped into a truck headed for a nice cold river? And your little toy grocery store went out of business? Is that what's on your mind, boobies? Well, lift your head up high and take a walk in the slash with that dignity and stick to it on this. And you show Mars, you show Pluto, you show the way to get off. You'll never give up, never give up, never give up. That old Christmas spirit, no matter who broke your new bicycle. This is the old philosopher saying, Merry Christmas, cousins, and a hefty doodly dee. Come on, Dunder, come on, Bridget, and a hefty doodly dee. Santa wants you to cheat boobies. Even he mellowed at the end. There's always room for mellow. This is a sweet little narration by Reba McIntyre. We like to play it every Christmas season. Maybe you've heard it before. If you haven't, um, you'll still like it. And if you've heard it before, it's good to hear it again. Here it is, The Christmas Guest. December's end, two neighbors called on an old friend. And they found his shop so meager and lean, made gay with a thousand bows of green. 
And Conrad was sitting with faces shine When he suddenly stopped as he stitched a twine And he said, oh friends at dawn today When the cock was crowing the night away The Lord appeared in a dream to me And said, I'm coming your guest to be So I've been busy with feet of stir And strewing my shop with branches of fir The table is spread and the kettle is shine And over the rafters the holly is twined Now I'll wait for my Lord to appear And listen closely so I will hear his step As he nears my humble place And I open the door and look on his face So his friends went home and left Conrad alone For this was the happiest day he had known For long since his family had passed away And Conrad had spent many a sad Christmas day But he knew with the Lord as his Christmas guest This Christmas would be the dearest and best So he listened with only joy in his heart And with every sound he would rise with a start And look for the Lord to be at his door Like the vision he had had a few hours before So he ran to the window after hearing a sound But all he could see on the snow-covered ground Was a shabby beggar whose shoes were torn And all of his clothes were ragged and worn But Conrad was touched And he went to the door And he said, you know, your feet must be frozen and sore I have some shoes in my shop for you And a coat that'll keep you warmer too So with grateful heart the man went away But Conrad noticed the time of day And wondered what made the Lord so late And how much longer he'd have to wait When he heard a knock he ran to the door But it was only a stranger once more A bent old lady with a shawl of black With a bundle of kindling piled on her back She asked for only a place to rest But that was reserved for Conrad's great guest But her voice seemed to plead Don't send me away Let me rest for a while on Christmas Day So Conrad brewed her a steaming cup And told her to sit at the table and sup But after she left He was filled with dismay For he saw that the hours were slipping away And the Lord hadn't come as he said he would And Conrad felt sure he had misunderstood When out of the stillness he heard a cry Please help me and tell me where am I So again he opened his friendly door And stood disappointed as twice before It was only a child who'd wandered away And was lost from her family on Christmas Day Again Conrad's heart was heavy and sad But he knew he should make the little girl glad So he called her in and he wiped her tears And quieted all her childish fears Then he led her back to her home once more But as he entered his own darkened door He knew the Lord was not coming today For the hours of Christmas had passed away So he went to his room and knelt down to pray And he said, Dear Lord, why did you delay? What kept you from coming to call on me? For I wanted so much your face to see 
when soft in the silence a voice he heard Lift up your head, for I kept my word Three times my shadow crossed your floor And three times I came to your lonely door I was the beggar with bruised cold feet And I was the woman you gave something to eat I was the child on the homeless street Three times I knocked and three times I came in And each time I found the warmth of a friend Of all the gifts, love is the best And I was honored to be your Christmas guest She's so talented, and uh, the way she uh, conveys that story. Reba on Stu's lunchtime oldie break. Mixing them up for you. We're the Fleetwoods, former librarians, singing very softly. One of the Fleetwoods, not the yeah, one of the Fleetwoods, and uh, believe it or not, he was a soft talker, not a very loud guy. Boy, they had some really uh, terrific songs, didn't they? And of course, the big one was Mr. Blue, but that one was also a million seller that you just heard, and uh, it's called "Come Softly to Me." Put me in a very soft mood here. Hey, having a little lunch with us? Quarter of uh, one, uh, sunny and breezy today, high 53. 
Tonight, clear, much cooler, 28. Friday, mostly sunny and cooler, 46. Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy, breezy, and 42. Sunday, chance of rain or snow showers later in the day, high only 40 degrees. But we're enjoying 51 and sunshine right now. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Do you remember the disappointment last year when you tried to buy anything and because of the pandemic there wasn't anything available? Well, Lazy Boy and Bill's Bedding are happy to announce that there are plenty of fantastic Lazy Boy recliners in stock at Bill's now for the holidays. And more coming every week. Over 250 recliners in stock in all price ranges, including manual and power versions, all at lower prices than the big box store. For instance, the Reed Power Rocker Recliner with wireless remote and power headrest, now sale price for just $11.99. No other recliner has made a handheld remote and rocks and reclines except Lazy Boy. And Bill's Benning is a complete Lazy Boy dealer with recliners, lift chairs, reclining and stationary sofas and more. You can add to your holiday budget by putting your purchase on Bill's 12-month equal pay financing with no additional fees or charges. And save even more because Bill's will deliver your purchase for free and take away your old recliner too. Make your holiday special this year with the new Lazy Boy recliner from Bill's Bedding, 640 North Main Street in Danielson or on the web at billsbedding.com. After over 40 years of serving her loyal customers, Jackie Kersha at Norwich Coin and Jewelry will close her doors and retire on December 30th. Please stop by and wish her well. Take advantage of her huge sale. Antiques and glassware, 75% off. Coin supplies and costume jewelry, 50% off. Fine jewelry, 30% off. Everything must go. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is located at 35 Franklin Street in Norwich and is open Wednesday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Jackie's going to be on our show. That'll be uh, this coming Tuesday. She's had a wonderful store in the community, and it's still going to be there for a few more weeks. And we'll be talking about coins and some of the great uh, antiques that have passed through there through the years. Here's Fleetwood Mac. You make loving fun. Well, it should be fun, shouldn't it?
realized I played a song by the Fleetwoods and then Fleetwood Mac. Well, that's all the Fleetwoods I have for today, folks. Do ever people ask you when you were a kid, what was your favorite toy? I, I used to say all of them. They were great. Man, I mean, Santa knew exactly what I wanted. He was amazing. But there was always that one toy that really didn't have a name. It was marvelous, though. Colors bright, and the moment I laid eyes on it, it became my heart's delight. It went zip when it moved, and bop when it stopped, whirr when it stood still. I never knew just what it was, and I guess I never will. The first time that I picked it up, I had a big surprise. Cause right on the bottom were two big buttons that looked like big green eyes I first pushed one and then the other Then I twisted its lid And when I set it down again Here is what it did It went zip when it moved and when it stopped and when it stood still I never knew just what it was and I guess I never will it first marched left and then marched right, then marched under a chair. And when I looked where it had gone, it wasn't even there. I started to cry, but my daddy laughed because he knew that I would find. When I turned around, my marvelous toy would be chugging When it moved and when it stopped and when it stood still. I never knew just what it was, and I guess I never will. The years have gone by too quickly, it seems. I have my own little boy, and yesterday I gave to him. My marvelous little toy His eyes nearly popped right out of his head And he gave a squeal of glee Neither one of us knows just what it is But he loves it just like me It still goes zip when it moves And pop when it stops And whirr when it stands still I never knew just what it was And I guess I never will 
Don't forget to get, get plenty of batteries, too, because, you know, you give that toy and then there's, there's no batteries in the house. Right? I like stuff that comes with batteries. It's just, it's very neat. And also places that gift wrap. That's like really hitting the lottery, huh? So when you're uh, going to leave something for Santa at the chimney, uh, make sure there's no booze in some of the, you know, no rum cookies or anything like that, because he's flying. So you don't want him to sound like this when he's out there. sure that you don't leave uh, any booze under the tree there for Santa Claus. And, you know, when I'm pulled over, not on his big night, that would shake up a few people. Here's uh, Elvis going to take us to the news uh, right now. Well, bless my soul, what's wrong with me? I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree. My friends say I'm acting wild as a bug. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Well, my hand is shaky and my knees are weak. I can't seem to stand on my own two feet. Who do you think of when you have such luck? I'm in love. I'm all shook up. me what's on my mind I'm a little mixed up gonna feel fine when I'm near the girl that I love best my heart beats so it scares me to death when she touch my hand what a chill I got her lips are like a volcano that's hot I'm proud to say that she's my buttercup I'm in love I'm all shook up When I try to speak My inside shake like a leaf on a tree There's only one cure for this body of mine That's to have that girl and a love so fine She touched my head and what the chill I got Her lips are like a volcano that's hot I'm proud to say that she's my buttercup I'm in love I'm all shook up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah 
He did a lot of shaking in his career, huh? He was like a blender with uh, sideburns. Elvis Presley. Got an interesting guest. Um, maybe you're even related to uh, the fellow that uh, Tom wrote about, Danny Murphy. Major League Baseball player who met his wife in Norwich. Well, we'll get to that. I think you'll find it a, a fascinating story. And also a great Christmas present gift. Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 Norwich. And 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. After the news, we'll be talking with by the name of Tom Sullivan. It's 1 o'clock. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The House has given final approval to protections for same-sex marriages. Missouri Congresswoman Vicki Hartzler says the legislation actually disrespects marriage. This bill only serves to further demonize biblical values by establishing a private right of action against organizations who believe in natural marriage, opening the floodgates for predatory lawsuits against people of faith. The bill's only purpose is to hand the federal government a legal bludgeoning tool to drive people of faith out of the public square and to silence anyone who dissents. But California Congresswoman Judy Chu says the Supreme Court's abortion decision made the law necessary. The Supreme Court's actions this summer have shown us that we cannot take our rights for granted. No one should have to live in fear that a Supreme Court decision could invalidate their marriage in the blink of an eye. The vote sends the legislation to President Biden. American basketball player Brittany Grider has been freed from Russia in a high-level prisoner exchange. Grider freed after the U.S. released notorious Russian arms dealer Victor Bout. Also at townhall.com, House Republicans continue to quarrel over support of Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy to become the next speaker in January. McCarthy allies lined up to the mics to voice their support for him in an internal House Republican conference meeting Tuesday, and they started to trade bars with McCarthy's opponents. Both the Republican Governance Group, a caucus of more center-leaning members formerly known as the Tuesday Group, and the Main Street Caucus, a group of pragmatic, governance-minded Republicans, have released letters urging their House colleagues to support McCarthy, with Republicans heading into the 118th Congress with a slim majority of 222 to Democrats 212 and one vacancy. The opposition has the potential to keep McCarthy from getting the speakership. Bernie Bennett in Washington. More on these stories at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. Ukraine's security agency has uncovered evidence that may suggest the Ukrainian Orthodox Church 
is a nest of pro-Russian propaganda. The agency known as the SBU released photos of items found in holy sites around Ukraine. Amongst them were rubles, Russian passports and leaflets with messages from the Moscow Patriarch. The photos have sparked a debate as to whether these objects are signs that Russia is using the church as bases for Russian intelligence gathering and to fuel pro-Russian sentiment. Nevertheless, Ukraine's government are increasing the pressure on the church, which has centuries-old ties to Moscow. I'm Karen Chamas. Iran executing a prisoner convicted of a crime allegedly committed during the country's ongoing nationwide protests for such death penalty carried out by Tehran. The execution comes as other detainees also face the possibility of death. Breaking news at townhall.com. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. For those of you who appreciate baseball through the years and the changes and uh, all the great stories, this is a remarkable book written by Tom Sullivan. Let's say hi to Tom. Hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. Uh, No, I'm Tom. You're Tom and I'm Stu, right. That's right, Stu. Although I wish I Uh, had the talent to write a book like you. Thanks for having me on the show. Hey, it's my pleasure. So, uh, I don't think this uh, Daniel Murphy, uh, who you wrote about, has ever had a contract for $430 million. No, no. He was a darn good ball player. He was, and uh, he's what I would call an, an unremembered hero yeah. or star of the game. And uh, there's reason for saying that, uh, of course. And one of the primary reasons that he's unremembered is the fact that he, uh, according to Connie Mack, who was the coach of the A's for 50 years, uh, Danny w- did not want to be the center of attention. And uh, there's evidence that he wasn't one. One being one instance being back in 1908 when he saved the life of uh, uh, a uh, an officer of the uh, athletics while on a hunting trip with other ball players up mm. in Maine. Uh, uh, Danny saved his life and. Uh, he won, uh, He was interviewed afterwards by a reporter, and all he would say was, uh, I don't want to be a hero. And later, in, after he died, his uh, niece, who was his caretaker, said that Danny uh, never told anyone uh, in in his latter years that he had been a baseball player. So that's a lot of his friends didn't even know that. Didn't even know not only a baseball player, but a major league player who was... Darn good. So, Tom, why did you, and this book is, everybody who's into sports would love this book. Why did you pick uh, Danny to do a whole book on? Well, the reason was when I was growing up with my siblings in Norwich, uh, my grandmother lived with us, and she would often say anytime baseball came up or we were in our Little League uniform, she would say, Danny Murphy was a great baseball player, and he lived down the street. And in recent years, I ran across his name again, and I decided to do a deep dive into him because I wanted to find out as much as I could about him, and there was uh, a lot a lot to find. I guess there was. It's quite a book. You did uh, come up with all the things. Now, am I correct that, excuse me, Danny Murphy met his wife in Norwich? That's right. Danny came to Norwich in 1900 
to play for the Norwich minor league team, which call, was called the Witches at that time. And they had a uh, ballpark, which is uh, which was over on uh, Boswell Avenue, where St. Joseph's Cemetery is today. And as luck would have it, uh, fate would have it, Danny ended up being buried across the street in St. Mary's Cemetery. Hmm. Um, but in 1902, he was still with Norwich and uh, had just signed with the Athletics. And he brought uh, Catherine Moriarty, a girl from Norwich, down to Philadelphia uh, to marry her uh, the following Saturday before a ball game. And uh, they stayed in Norwich until uh, after, uh, well, she died in 1918 as a result of the uh, Spanish flu pandemic. Mm. And Danny left the following year, not so much that he wanted to leave Norwich, but uh, her relatives who had lived in Norwich previously had been moving to uh, Jersey City, New Jersey, for uh, a while, and they invited him down to live with them there. So uh, he was uh, he was beloved by his in-laws, and he was uh, he retained to be kind of a local hero in Norwich, no matter where he was. Oh, uh, that's true. Uh, that's true. He, as a matter of fact, Norwich had him back in 1952 mm-hmm. to uh, do a celebration of his 50, 50th anniversary of signing with the Philadelphia Athletics. So, and over the years, Connie Mack. <clears throat> brought the athletics to Norwich on two occasions in 1903, just after the year after Danny signed, and again in 1920 when uh, Danny, uh, Danny was brought back by the athletics as a coach, and each time they played a Norwich team, and uh, the athletics put up their best hurlers against the Norwich teams. And Connie visited uh, on other occasions as well, to include that 50th anniversary celebration. So reading about him in your book, uh, and you cover a lot of aspects about baseball in those days, sounded like a very good player, maybe even a step or two away from the uh, getting into the Hall of Fame. He was in uh, many World Series, is that correct? Uh, Yeah, he was in uh, four World Series. Hmm. Uh, the, the the special one for him was in 1910 when he uh, uh, batted 400 and drove in uh, nine runs and scored six runs himself. That nine runs stood until the late the you know, late half latter half of the 1950s. Wow! When the Yankees, starting with Yogi Berra, began to. Uh, driving more than nine runs, but it was only tied once over the years, and that was by Lou Gehrig in 1928. He also uh, was an outfielder at the time and uh, threw two men out uh, uh, on base uh, from the outfield for double plays, um, and that was the fr- he was the first player ever to do that, and that wasn't broken for, I don't know, maybe 60 years. So why don't we hear, which we're going to hear all about him in your book, of course, and there's a local interest as well. Danny Murphy sounds like quite a guy and quite a very, very good baseball player. I notice you call him baseball's Sherlock Holmes. Why do you call him that? Oh, uh, that's the title of the book, of course, Mm -hmm. and 
The reason he was called that was uh, that uh, once he became a coach on the athletics, and uh, the athletics had always been good at picture reading all the way back into at least 1910. And uh, picture reading or picture solving was basically the idea of watching the pitcher's mechanics to determine what kind of ball, uh, ball he would throw next, whether it be a fastball or a spitter or a curveball, and relaying that information from the third basing coach, bases coaching box, box uh, down to the player using code so he'd know what kind of pitch was coming next. And Danny was considered in the 1920s as the master at that, and a master detective to boot, and that was the uh, reason they associated him with Sherlock mm-hmm. Holmes. He could discover things that uh, helped his team, for sure. Oh, so. right. He took uh, uh, deductive reasoning, which uh, Sherlock was famous for, to determine exactly, you know, what was going to be that next pitch. I'd like to find a baseball card of Danny Murphy. I wonder if there are many around. Oh, there are some, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I'm just learning about him. I wonder if he, uh, did he have any children? No, no children at all. So it, it uh, was uh, more difficult to do a study of him. And mm-hmm. the study is largely based on newspapers. And... Uh, my end notes include over 300, uh, well, actually over 340 different newspapers that contributed to the book, led, in fact, by the North Bulletin with, uh, well, close to the lead, 98 times the North Bulletin is cited as a source in the mm-hmm. paper, and uh, only one more than that was the Philadelphia Inquirer, which was covering, you know, his everyday baseball life can't even imagine the work you must have put into this book. And you really felt, uh, was this your first book or your first endeavor on that? Uh, yeah, this is my first published book. And um, I probably spent three years putting the book together. I think anybody that has an interest in uh, baseball, Tom, would be interested in this book because you, it gives, in, maybe you could give our listeners a little bit of, uh, quite of an insight about baseball back then as opposed to now. Well, the important thing to note about the period in which Danny uh, played baseball was that it's called the dead ball era. Mm-hmm. And over that time frame, uh, basically uh, the umpires allowed only one ball in the in the game unless it was already losing its cover. That's amazing. Uh, on top of that, the ball was filthy by the time it arrived at the, uh, in the batting zone either because of the, the dirt it picked up or the, uh, the tobacco juice that the uh, pitchers had used on the ball, getting it ready to pitch. Uh, so it was a difficult period to hit in. And uh, notably back then, the statistics, if you look at them, they're not anywhere near this, the batting or hitting statistics, statistics that they are today. And that's largely uh, due also to the fact that the ballparks were so large, the fences were way back there compared today to today's fences. Mm-hmm. Uh, consequently, uh, an American League home run champion might only hit six or seven home runs in a year. Um, so it was, um, they played a lot of little ball. Uh, 
lot of you know bunning and uh, stealing and so forth and uh, and then I guess Babe Ruth changed all of that huh oh he did he was the first one uh, to oh, in 1919 I think he had over 20 some home runs and that was the first player to ever do that that reminds me when I was a kid and we would throw a ball around and do batting practice and we had one ball and the string would be coming out of it, but we still played with it till it just about disintegrated. And now in baseball, right. as you know, of course, you get a foul ball and they throw the ball out. It's amazing. Exactly, yeah. And the other thing, I, I show a picture in the book of Danny's glove. Mm-hmm. And that glove uh, didn't have any binding between any of the fingers. It would just look like a big... Uh, a uh, big mitt, and um, and he had to cover a lot of territory. He used a mitt like that, and so with the fielding statistics, you were also lower than they are today because of the difference in the gloves, as well as the uh, field uh, area that had to be covered by the outfielders, especially. Tom, you would know this, and a question I've been dying to ask somebody in the, in those days, late 1800s and early 1900s. Was a ground rule double considered a home run? Uh, yeah, it was. It um, was, huh? There were instances where, uh, for example, uh, uh, one of the guys that played with Danny hit a ball that bounced and went through the scoreboard, through an opening in the scoreboard, mm-hmm. and was declared a home run. Yeah. Nowadays, of course, that wouldn't be the case. Matter of fact, most of the home runs, especially the ones hit by Danny, were inside the park ones. Because of those long fences. And he's probably a very fast runner. He was an outfielder, right? Yeah. Well, he he played his first several years as, as a second baseman. Not so much that he was a good second baseman, because when he signed with Connie, he had a reputation of errors as a second baseman. But he was born to be an outfielder. Mm-hmm. And the, and a guy who played with him predicted that in 1901 that the, he would best serve, be served in the majors by allowing, uh, or, or the teams would be best served if they allowed him to play the outfield. And he didn't get to play the outfield until 1908. And he proved to be one of the best outfielders in the game at that time. And in 1912, which was the season that he was taking over, as the captain of the athletics, which is a very prestigious position, especially of the athletics, because Connie Mack didn't wear a uniform, and as a result couldn't do the on-field activities that other managers did, so it was all left up to the captain of the team. In any event, in in, uh, 1912, uh, Danny uh, was sliding to second base, uh, stealing the base, and uh, his uh, spice caught, and he uh, ruined one of his knees. So that, from that period onward, he he only uh, operated as a spot replacement and as a uh, pinch hitter. Yeah. Uh, so that sort of shortened his career when he was really starting to rumble. Um, we got a nice picture of Danny with a, a Norwich uniform in the book from 1900. Right. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, pictures of him and other baseball stars of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I wanted to mention is, is the uh, pride that Norwich had in Danny while he lived there. They put on great celebrations in Norwich, uh, parades, and 
and dinners and uh, performances at the Broadway Theater and things like that uh, when uh, they won the World Series. And and uh, and Danny had uh, two establishments in, in Norwich. One was called the White Elephant uh, Cafe down, uh, down near the waterfront. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that served uh, liquors and cigars, and then later on uh, a uh, a saloon up on Bath Street, and um, he he uh, was a member of uh, of several local organizations, most especially the Elks Club, which uh, 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 really supported Danny to the limit and uh, often showed up at ball games to. Uh, uh, present him with awards and of their own making and so forth. Um, but Norwich was extremely proud to have him living in in the town while while he was playing baseball. Sounds like he really appreciated Norwich because he, uh, any time there was an opportunity for an exhibition game, he would come and play. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and and he'd come back after he left for uh, Jersey City. He'd come back in the winter. To get together with friends and do some hunting and fishing. I wonder if any of our listeners may remember the name or know somebody who knew him. Now, um, his wife was from Norwich, correct? So right. maybe there's some relatives that may have remembered that whole story. I just want to see if somebody's on the line with a question here. Hi, W.A. Hey. Oops, okay, I guess we lost somebody there. So it's possible there's some relatives from that uh, Danny Murphy uh, era. Now, where can we get your uh, your book, Tom? It's uh, sold on Amazon. Okay. And uh, all you have to do is either Google my name and the word Sherlock or the word Holmes, or perhaps even baseball, and you'll come up with the Amazon site that's selling it. It's quite a book. You must be very proud of this book. It's uh, really got so much information in it. Well, I, I wanted the people in Norwich to know what I found out about Danny Murphy. Mm-hmm. Because he he's probably uh, Norwich's greatest sports hero, and he's not remembered. And um, That's a good point, yeah. he uh, Certainly it was so many years ago, but the recognition was not there, and uh, he was a really great ball player. Looking at some of his statistics... And it seemed like he, uh, when in the World Series, he really played even better. Well, he did. And in, 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 I mentioned the 1910 World Series, and he came back in 1911 and was the first um, uh, ball player to ever go four, to four for four in a World Series game hmm. that year. And uh, that's never been beaten. Of course, a lot of people have tied it, but... Nobody's ever gone five for five in a World Series. So one um, other thing, anything more in your book that uh, we should know about? I know you got a, a lot about the like the Philadelphia A's lineup, which is uh, any baseball fan would love to see that. And the uh, team did very well. Obviously, they had some pretty terrific records to get into the World Series. Well, um... There is some controversy in the book, and mm-hmm. I'd rather, rather leave, that, leave that up to the uh, okay. readers to uh, take sides on, on the controversy rather than uh, laying it all out at this point. 
Um, but um, Danny, you know, he's like anyone. He has his ups and downs in life. And uh, sure, of course. Um, hmm. He was just a great man, and uh, he was uh, really, really appreciated for the man he was. And um, uh, I'm sort of. Uh, he also came, was he also a manager too? Yeah, he uh, managed managed in New Haven for uh, mm-hmm. during World War One. Um, he managed there from 1916 through 1919, and uh, he led them to uh, a uh, Eastern League championship in uh, the second year he was there. He was faced with a lot of uh, challenges when he took over the that club. Uh, because he only had like a week to put put together a team and and uh, get some spring training in and so forth uh, first year, and then of course in 1918, once America entered the war, uh, there were a lot of limits on player availability due to uh, the draft and so forth. And um, but he did well as a as a manager, and uh, Connie Connie supported him during those years by sending him up uh, people he thought were uh, needed some a little more work and at the minor league level. And then then in 1920, of course, uh, Connie brought him on the staff, and uh, that's where he got his his title of baseball Sherlock Holmes. Um, Connie really appreciated him. It's like he never forgot him and made sure that he always uh, knew that he was in his corner. Was Connie that kind of guy? Well, uh, that's one of the controversies. One of the controversies. left in I kind of thought so. Okay. And uh, was uh, he was supposed to be sent back to the miners, which mm-hmm. Ty Cobb objected to when he heard that that he was destined for the miners and Dan, Dan instead of uh, going there he signed uh, with a new startup league um, the federal league and he played for the uh, Brooklyn Tip Tops huh? for a year and a half or so and uh, it, once again the knee uh, limited yeah, what he could do take for them. once the knee is gone you know that well, right. You mentioned right. the magic name Ty Cobb, so he played uh, maybe opposite Ty Cobb in some games, or oh, sure, and so, uh, that's fascinating in itself. I saw a picture that I wasn't able to get a hold of from the Hall of Fame of mm-hmm. Ty Cobb and Danny in New Haven, which when Ty came to play for an exhibition game against Danny's team. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the cover of a book uh, called or something like New Haven Baseball, and um, uh, I don't know how close they were, but uh, Danny and they both respected one another greatly. And um, well, that's it's nice to hear because we certainly hear about Ty Cobb and his temper, but uh, he liked Danny. That's good. Well, one story I will tell you about that's. Mm-hmm. That's part of the controversy. Was there was a the second game of the World Series in 1913. Uh, Danny was still the captain of the team and basically a pinch hitter. And in the second game, uh, 
Christy Matthewson and another Hall of Famer, uh, Eddie Plank, had gone uh, to a 0-0 tie to the bottom of the ninth inning, and uh, the Athletics were up to bat, and all I had to do was score a run mm-hmm. to win the game. And the first two uh, Athletics got on base and ended up on second and third with um, uh, uh, no outs. Actually. No outs, oh. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Connie let the uh, catcher uh, bat, and he uh, bounced to the first baseman and threw the runner out at home plate. And the pitcher was due up next, Eddie Plank, and uh, the ballpark in Philadelphia erupted with the cries for Murphy, Murphy. Oh. And uh, there was a big, long pause in the dugout in which uh, there were heated arguments and so forth and uh, it turns out that two of the Hall of Famers on the team uh, and there were, there were probably four or five all together uh, Eddie Collins the second baseman and mm-hmm. home run Baker the third baseman argued on Danny's behalf to Pat and Connie still wouldn't let uh, Danny bat and for basically 20 years, Connie was trying to explain why he didn't so he let, let the Danny die at that point. And uh, they actually stated in, a, in a, um, an article 20 years after the fact that Danny had looked down at his knee and he said that, um, that he felt he wouldn't do himself justice. And... Uh, mm-hmm. And I was saying in the book, Danny would have never said that because the fans and his teammates were what was important to Danny, not himself. So Connie got off the hook by saying that. Uh, well, either that or, or his, uh, his pen, uh, mm-hmm. the, the writer for the newspaper who, who was writing the story on Connie's behalf. That's quite a story. I'm not sure who. So did. the pitcher batted for himself. Yeah. You know? No, actually, uh, yes, he did. Yeah, and he did. He got it for himself. No, obviously, did not come in. And he rounded out, and that ended the inning. And the next inning, the uh, the uh, New York Giants uh, came up and scored three runs, and that was basically the end of the game for them. Wow, that's a tough one. Uh, the funny thing about it was, Christy Matheson uh, was asked afterwards, "What if Murphy had come up to bat?" And Christie is is said to have said, I, I would have run out of the stadium. And that's quite a statement by a, a real baseball legend. Hmm. This is great, and you got a lot of stories like that in the book. So uh, oh, we can get this we can get this on Amazon. I wanted to talk to you about it before Christmas time because I think it would be a a great gift for someone. Um, even if you're mildly interested in baseball, you'll be fascinated by the local interest. And, of course, a lot of people just love baseball. And uh, we certainly can't even imagine what somebody like Danny got paid. In those days, it wasn't very much. But, of course, the dollar was worth a lot more. So thank you so much. It certainly was. I wish you a lot of success with the book. I know how hard you worked on it. You said three years. Yeah. And and really, my principal audience is intended to be Norwich and Mm -hmm. some of the other towns they lived in. Yeah. Um not so much the national audience uh, so well, that, a, that's the way I'm playing the game 
A lot of connections to Norwich in there. Oh, yeah. Good luck to you, Tom. It's great talking with you. Well, thanks uh, for having me on, and I, I'm sorry for starting out by calling you my name. That's okay. I, you've got a great name. I don't mind. <laughs> Have a wonderful day and uh, great Christmas, and good luck with your book. All right. Thank you, Stu. You're a good man. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. Sure. Tom Sullivan. Stu Breyer with you. Danny Murphy. Maybe you've got one of his baseball cards, a true hero in this area. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Sunny, breezy 53 today, much colder tonight than it has been, 28. Mostly sunny tomorrow, 46, typical. Partly to mostly cloudy, breezy Saturday, 42. Mostly cloudy, breezy 40 on Sunday. There is a chance for a late-day rain or snow shower on Sunday. That's your Channel 3, early warning weather. Weather anytime at WICH.com. This portion of our program is an open topic. We'll get to your lines, 889-5252. This is Nick Kaplanson, President and CEO of Dime Bank. Is your bank changing names or worse, disappearing completely? We've all seen too many times, once the name changes, so does everything else. Maybe it's time for you to skip the new paperwork, fee changes, and big promises that come from a big out-of-state bank. At Dime Bank, we're welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. If you like baseball and you like that local flavor, you're going to love this book. It's called Baseball's Sherlock Holmes. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi, Benny. Boston Ben. Hi, Boston Benny. I'm a baseball guy, and uh, that was a great interview. Yeah, this guy was so good and uh, didn't really get the notoriety that he should have, but he was a marvelous yeah. ball player. You, you asked some interesting questions and some great answers came back, and uh, mm-hmm. I was wondering if there was any place in Norwich that people could go and find out more about uh, Danny Murphy. Well, it's all in the book. I know that. And uh, maybe in the <laughs> library. I don't know any other place. I know well, that he, he, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know, so we'll see. Maybe if there isn't a place to give tribute to him, they should start thinking about yeah. providing one. He, he sounds like a, a hero. Definitely should get more recognition in this town, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Stu, thanks. Thanks, Ben. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, how you doing? Okay, thank you. Okay, the chimes are chiming away. Oh, yeah. Hey, interesting guy. Hmm. Yep. I learned about him. Yeah. Hey, uh, I didn't listen to the lunchtime oldies today, but uh, did you play a John Lennon song today? I played, I think, Happy Christmas yesterday. Oh, uh, because he was murdered 42 years ago on this date. Oh, my God. It was this date. Yes. That's right. December the 8th. December the 8th. Yep. Minding his own business, and somebody <sighs> took him out. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Well, maybe you can play one. I'll one try to get a, a Lennon song in. Sure, I'm glad you brought it up. His honor. Thank you. <clears throat> okay, Stu, you have a good you good too. day and have a good weekend. Yeah, thank. Oh, yeah, it's Thursday, isn't it? Thank you. Okay. Bye. December eighth. It's in 1981, 1980. Horrible, senseless. Uh, there's no explanation for it. Uh, what goes wrong with somebody's noggin? You're on the air. Welcome. 
Hey, Sue, I had a call back, man. Hey, that was a great story, that uh, Murphy guy. Yeah. And talking about the Philadelphia Athletics, you know, way before we were both born. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, but John Lennon was assassinated. Uh, five bullets. He took five bullets from that punk, like, like Larry would say. What a punk to shoot John Lennon. Terrible, just terrible. Uh, it was five, I think it was 25 caliber still, mm -hmm. maybe a 22 bullet, but it, it was five shots. Do you know? And, and yeah, and I, and I was, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was 1980, I believe it was. It's yeah. been 40 years. And, you know, I, I, I bad-mouthed Reiner, but, you know, I don't want to leave no soldier behind, still. But I'm glad she's getting her flight home from uh, Russia. You yeah, know? no, I'm glad she's getting out of there. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you know, I, I, at first I said, well, you know what? She messed up. But, hey, we all make mistakes. Yeah, but, but I mean, that's... To do 10 years of your life in, 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 a, in a strange country, yeah. that's unheard of. And I, I remember when you said you went to Russia and the people looked sad and gloomy and all. Uh, you know, and you're going there on vacation. Those people, I, I shouldn't say their population, but I, when I see Putin on on, on TV, man, I, I'm so angry at him. I, you know, and all these people are dying, and he don't even care. So I had a lot to say, but that was a great baseball uh, a story. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Joey. See you. Sure, have a great weekend. All right, brother. I'll talk to you next week. Okay, you too. Thank you. Hi, WICH. You're on. Do a voice of reason. Yes, voice of reason. Did you happen to see uh, Tucker last night? I saw most of Tucker's show last night. Yes. Did you hear him when he had the guest on by the name of Duffy that talked about how we did not need the wall and how with the way the immigration laws and asylum laws are that if people came onto our border and put their hand on the ground, mm -hmm. they were entitled for asylum <clears throat> and, and therefore could stay in the United States by just having that incident take place. Yes, I did see that. Excuse me, I saw that. So how about that when you figure some of these people coming in, if they had left other countries and went to Mexico first, or Canada first, it would be their problem, and not the United States' problem. And even though we've had years of talking about building the wall and having it almost completed by when Trump was in, <clears throat> it looks like that uh, as long as they can somehow get across the Rio Grande and come into the country and touch the ground, they're entitled to stay in the U.S., well, I had never heard that one before. It was on last night? Yeah, no, I did see it, but I had not heard that one before. Well, they certainly wanted to tear down that wall right away, that's for sure. Yeah, so I just figured I'd mention that. And again, uh, you know, I love baseball. My son's a professional scout with Philadelphia, so he's taking it on. His three boys love baseball. and Sometimes the older stories are some of the better ones, too. Yeah, I think you and your son would love this book. It's really a very interesting book. You know what? I might try to get it and give it to Todd mm -hmm. for a present. 
How did he say you can get it? I missed that part. I was well, just go to uh, Amazon. You can type in his name, Tom Sullivan. Baseball. Baseball Sherlock Holmes is the name of the book. Okay. You can order it on Amazon. It should pop right up. I'll do that. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I've read a lot of it. I mean, I haven't had a chance to read the whole book, but, of course, I love baseball and I love these stories. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Rebound. Loose puck. Score! The Huskies win! The ice bus rolls on. Shoot! Score! Empty netter! Closes the door! Huskies will win it! Catch all the action all season long on your home for Yukon hockey. Catch many of the Yukon Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. This week only, visit Boot Barn to save on quality holiday gifts for the whole family. We're offering holiday specials this week where you can get $50 off select handmade and handcrafted exotic cowboy boots, $20 off select western boots for women, plus savings on children's boots. We're also offering additional savings on select jeans, outerwear, t-shirts, and flannels. Visit us this week to save on top quality holiday gifts. Boot Barn. Unwrap the West. WICH on a Sunday afternoon. Welcome to the program. Yes, good afternoon, Stowe. Yes, sir. And that was a good interview you had with Tom. Yeah, I learned a lot about it. I didn't know about this Danny, but really he's a sports hero in this town. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a shame that... Uh, they didn't name the Dodge Stadium after him, like Murphy Stadium, instead of after a politician. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, that was somebody missed on that one, that's for yeah. sure. They should have named it after a baseball player. Mm-hmm. You know, it's too bad. And well, was... We got a politician now, Dodge Stadium, <clears throat> instead of Murphy Stadium. Well, he was def- def- definitely dedicated to this town. Yes. He met his sweetheart well, here and everything. It was a good interview, Stu. All right, sir, thank okay. you. Have a good day. You too. What's up? 141 WICH. We have plenty of time for your visit on the phone. We'll be right back. The holiday cheer is here at Falvey's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. We want to thank our valued customers this holiday season for your continued support throughout the year and wish you all a Merry Christmas and a happy, healthy holiday season. With the big finish sales event starting now and continuing all month long, we'll be sure to provide the best possible deals in a stress-free car buying atmosphere. The cold winter weather is approaching. Falvey's is sure to get you into that new, safe, reliable vehicle that you've always dreamed of. Drive with confidence in any of our new four by four vehicles within our Jeep lineup or Ram pickups. We have a great selection of new models on the ground ready for immediate delivery. Not seeing exactly what you're looking for? Speak with one of our representatives or visit us online at falvies.com where you can begin a custom pre-order meeting your needs. Hi, I'm TJ Falvey and I want to wish you and your family a happy and healthy holiday season. We look forward to seeing you soon. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. This is a public notice from the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We are pleased and thankful for our continued growth due to customers who demand a real tree service company that continues to invest in state-of-the-art equipment, which includes our famous Nifty Lift with its lawn-friendly tires. Not only the Nifty Lift, but also our newest lift, the Dinosaur. Watch it soar up to 92 feet to handle hard-to-reach heights. Tasmanian Tree Devil will take away the question, are they insured? We will show proof of insurance. 
insurance while meeting with you. Why hire the Tasmanian tree devil? The owner, Edwin Adams, is a member of the Connecticut Tree Protective Association and is also an accredited Better Business Bureau member with an A-plus rating. Hire the company that takes care of both its employees and customers. Hire the Tasmanian tree devil. We show up when we say we will, and we do what we say we are going to do. What more can you ask for? Call 860-917-1953. Sunny today, low 50s. We'll take it. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi, Sue. Oh, you know, I was looking at my new book I got in the mail. It's a really big one, hardcover. Bottom Line Health Breakthroughs 2023. And I was looking up in the respiratory health section, Mm -hmm. preventing sinusitis and all that kind of stuff. Now, they're talking about nasal irrigation with a bulb syringe or a neti pot where you put, you know, salt, water, saline solution up your nose. Yeah, I've heard that. Because mm-hmm. you can walk in any grocery store or whatever and get saline solution. A long time ago, it cost only a buck ninety-nine. Probably doesn't doesn't cost that much. Pre-made, and just squirt it up your nose. But it is the salt water. Now they're saying, warning from the uh, Food and Drug Administration: if you use tap water for irrigation straight from the tap, say you mix in your own. You might actually cause a sinus infection because tap water could have small amounts of bacteria in them. Now, um, so they're saying use a nasal rinse device. Like like I said, you go CVS or somewhere, you could just buy it. It's cheap because it's only salt water. Mm -hmm. But if you make your own at home with tap water, it says boil it for five minutes, let it cool, and then mix it up and then use it for irrigation. So... I would say saline solution for your nose. And then um, I also read that, I don't know which newspaper it was, or it could have even been one of my magazines. I get tons, I, you know, I get four inches of mail a day. Oh, my God, Susan, how can you stand it? I do. Catalogs, regular mail, and magazines. But anyway, one did say regular Salt water or saline solution is the best if you want to keep the COVID out of your nose. Like, because it, it doesn't let it catch a hold. No. Oh. So that's what it said. Oh, oh, yeah, common saline solution. There you go. And this is something that's going to shock everybody. Where to find the cleanest indoor air? You're not going to believe this. Cleanest indoor air is inside an airplane. Compared to stores, restaurants, offices, mm-hmm. and public transportation. Why? Well, they put a lot of gizmos in planes now, right? Well, it says the jet's cabins have high ventilation rates, and clean air is resupplied 10 to 30 times an hour. And you think of all the airlines that got closed down because of COVID. And I do remember them saying... What are you doing this for? Your airlines have clean air, but who would know, you know? But that's what it says. Being on an airline, you know, the air is resupplied 10 to 30 times an hour, so. Well, it's good to know. Yeah, I mean, if someone wants to do travel, well, Mm -hmm. I guess go for it. But, yeah, I was going to tell you, try plain old sailing and solution. Oh, in one of my books on vinegar, though, apple cider vinegar. It says if you got really bad co- congestion, 
put some vinegar in a pot of water on a stove, let it start steaming, be very careful, and breathe in the steam. From the, and, you know, you'll smell the apple cider vinegar, but it's supposed to really help open up your nostrils. And I'll tell you one secret my mother did, and this is Swamp Yankee. Every day she took a quarter teaspoon of grated gold's horseradish, the kind in a jar in the dairy section. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. You open up that jar, you'll clean your sinuses out, boy. And she would take a quarter teaspoon of that every day. Well, I'll just jump right in the jar. Sounds good. <laughs> but it, it will. That, that hot stuff, wow. You can you can just, like, it'll break through anything. The horseradish, salt, you got right. vinegar, water. Wow. You know, steam, saline solution, salt water. Or you can take a ride in the airplane. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, who knows? Thank you for that, though. All right. Yep, Appreciate bye-bye. It. Hmm. I've heard that about planes now. The air is pretty uh, clean, rare. Who knew? And, of course, there's no smoking on planes anymore, so you have to think about that. Hello, this is Dr. Jeremiah Lowney, president of the Norwich, Connecticut-based Haitian Health Foundation. Are you looking for a unique holiday gift for friends and loved ones? Consider purchasing a pregnant breeding goat for a poor family in Haiti. A tax-deductible donation of $150 will provide the priceless gift of self-support. The family is able to build a herd and sell the offspring to help pay for living expenses, food, and schooling for their children. We will send you a photo of the goat that you can share with your loved ones. Make your tax-deductible gift payable to HHF to the Haitian Health Foundation, 97 Sherman Street, Norwich, Connecticut, or call us at 860-886-4357. You can find us on the web at HaitianHealthFoundation.org. Thank you. WICH, good afternoon. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Well, I'm sorry about all your problems, but... um I just wondering, have you ever tried old-fashioned Vicks? Yeah, no, I've got some Vicks beside the bed, sure. Um, because if you, like, put it on your, around your nose... No, I like Vicks. I do use it, and it's, it is helpful. And maybe on your forehead, because it's mm-hmm. probably in your sinuses. And uh, people used to... Um, there's, like, a remedy where you'd put it in water and boil it and inhale the fumes. Oh, yeah, I heard that, too, yeah. Hmm. Oh, okay, I just thought I'd chip in that little... Well, we like the chip-ins. Penny's worth. All right, thank you, sir. Have a good day. You too. Remember when you were kids and you'd yell at each other up your nose with a rubber hose? We don't recommend that, however. It is uh, 10 till 2. Stu Breyer with your WICH. want to leave you with a smile with one of the top comedians. If you've never heard Rita Rudner, you're in for a real treat now. Here's a little bit of a monologue with Rita. Why didn't anyone tell me I was going to have to memorize so many passwords in my life? Oh, are you feeling my pain? Because I feel yours. I tried so hard and I, I got locked out of my own bank account because I tried to reset the password and I couldn't remember my mother's maiden name and then I did it wrong and then it was going to be four days before they'd allow me. So finally I had no choice. I had to hire a hacker. <laughs> 
But now they have one password. It's a new app, and you just have to remember one password, and you put all your passwords underneath that one password, so I did that. And I forgot that one password. And... <laughs> But there are all these new websites, too. Um, findyourfamily.com, that's a new website. Is there anyone here who thinks what they need in their lives is more relatives? <laughs> and I did try that um, one where you find your ancestors. And I'm not sure how valid it is, but uh, I did the thing you spit in the envelope and you send it in. And... <laughs> The results were kind of interesting. You know what it turns out? My great-great-grandfather is SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> and I recently had a death in my family. My phone died. And that's your best friend. Your phone is your best friend now. And it just went dead. And, you know, everyone says, turn it off and on again. And so I said, I can't do that. So I, I called the hotline, and then 20 minutes later, I talked to someone in India who said, uh, have you turned it off and on? You know, and I said, well, it's already off, so I can't turn it off. And if I could turn it on, I wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> so I made a, a genius appointment at the genius store with one of the genius people. <laughs> and I guess all the geniuses were in genius school that day, because... I got a teenager with blue hair and a ripped t-shirt. But he was a teenager and he was a genius. And that's why he didn't say, turn it off and on again. He looked at it and said, oh, your phone's dead. <laughs> and he went on and he said, oh, sometimes it happens. That's what he said. Then he asked me, did you back it up on the cloud? And I said, no. And he said, well, why not? And I said, because I'm 64 and I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> he said, well, you should have backed it up on the cloud. I said, stop saying cloud. <laughs> and he said, but the cloud. I said, okay, now get your mother on the phone. I guess he was a genius because I walked in, I wanted him to fix my phone and I ended up spending $800. And I hate not getting a bargain because this is the time in the world where you can get such good deals. You go on eBay. You know what I got? Oh, I got the best deal on a pair of eclipse glasses the day after the eclipse. It's funny lady, Rita Rudner. Hi, W-I-C-H. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Uh, Netty Pot. Have you tried that yet? I've no, but... tried it. Yeah? Uh, my friend has tried it. He says it worked wonders for his nasal. I did. Uh, it's a solution you mix together uh, with water, and you pour it in your nose, one of your nose, one of your nostrils, and it comes out the other as you tilt your head over the sink. That works fabulous, Stu. You must try it. Neti pot. N-E-T-I pot. Yeah, one of the listeners about a week or so mentioned it, and I have not, you know, tried it yet, but oh, Stu, I'm willing... You must try. It will clear your nasal out for sure. Do you use spring water with it, or what do you use? Uh, I'm not sure if it was distilled water we used, or mm -hmm. if we used tap water and boiled it. Uh, but the instructions, uh, it tells you what to use for the water. But uh, please, get that. It does work. Well, it's kind of you to mention it, and... Uh you know, people have very positive things to say about it, so I'll ask about it this weekend. By all means, Stu. Thank Doing you. Doing yourself a favor. Thanks a lot. You're welcome.
Did you know that Simon and Garfunkel had a Christmas song? They didn't have a lot of Christmas songs, but they did a, a short version of this one. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day. To save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day. To save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior born on Christmas Day. To save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. That's some sweet harmony I wanted you to hear there. Welcome to the program. Yeah, hi, Stu. Um, hi. I, I, just, I just caught the last part of that interview. It was a great interview, but did he play for a major league team? Yes, the uh, Athletics. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia Athletics? Yeah, oh. Philadelphia Athletics. Oh, okay. And what position did he play? He started at, I think he said, started at second base, but he became a, a terrific outfielder. And that was like 1910? No. What yeah, no, was? it was around uh, late 1800s into the, like 1915, thereabouts. Mm-hmm. Wow. Never heard of him. Yeah, I didn't either. And now I'm reading about him, and uh, I'm surprised there's not more talk about him in the area because he was a terrific athlete and won some World Series. Uh, really something. Where, where was he from? What, what town? He, uh, I don't know if he was from Norwich, but he spent a lot of time in Norwich. That's where he met his wife. And, and his name, how do you spell his name again? Oh, yeah. It's, um, his name is, uh, I'll get it here, Daniel Murphy. Daniel Murphy. Daniel Murphy. With the uh, Philadelphia Athletics. Danny All Murphy. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's see what I can find him. <clears throat> I think you will. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. Yes. Uh. <laughs> uh oh, hi, Helen. <laughs> it's me. Oh. Okay. Well, a uh, few minutes. I get it done over with you. Few minutes. Oh man. Okay, there we go. There we go. Yes. Yes, Helen. Number one, I don't want to forget. Have a nice weekend with your family. <laughs> Thank you. And you have a nice weekend with Michael. Uh, no, 
my coat's gone. Oh, dear. He's left already, huh? No, no, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Okay. Three o'clock in the morning. You got him all time, all day today. Good. Uh, not really. He's in the gym. He's at the gym. <laughs> all right. Getting in good shape for you. He's in the gym. Okay, so I don't see him too much. Okay. Um... Yesterday, uh, some people was in your radio, some uh, customer, they was talking about Angel. Angels, yes. Well, my daughter was, uh, my daughter did like to all the time to bring her children to museum, you know, mm-hmm. nice, you know, for them. Okay, so uh, she was driving, and who come in front of her car, and here she was driving, an Angel. Well, that's nice. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, so she said, Ashley, did you see something in the window in front? The, you know, driving. Yes, it's an angel. So she asked her son, uh, and he was booting back, and do you see something, Joseph? No. Only my daughter and uh, my granddaughter saw an angel. I never forget. We're going to have to leave it on that point because i got a news break, but it's yeah, n- yeah, nice it's leaving okay. with an angel. Thank you. Yeah, bye, bye. Bye, Helen. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Casey Rice will be in tomorrow.